The Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA, ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 550-5500. You can go ahead and text in as well. Don't forget we're on Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. You can listen to us up, uh, I don't know, with or without the tones on 1490 KRSN in Santa Fe, 107.1 in Los Alamos. We are podcasting on Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, and downloading our app for Rock of Talk. Dot com and rockoftalk.tv. We've got D. Dowd Musk in here. This is going to be a vicious show. We cannot see Dowd, just so you know. Um, I'm not sure what's going on. He's not popping up on the TV, so Mommy can't see him uh, back in uh, uh, back east, but we're going to try and get him on there. But he is here. Dowd, good afternoon, sir. How are you? Uh, good afternoon to you, uh, young man, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the... Uh the show. <laughs> oh, yes, you are. The vicious show. Oh, Hopefully yes. the, the viciousness isn't directed oh, my yes. way. Oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. There's so many people who are listening. Um, there's so many people who tuned in. People are now paying attention to the mayoral race. Uh, I'd like to say good hello to our good friends uh, over at KKOB. My number one listener must be Eric Strauss. My number two listener must be Bob, uh, Bob Clark. Both are pounding beers listening to me right now uh, here on the air, yet can't mention my name and the uh, check out for them is that they have been told by management, which is a total complete lie. Uh, what is what they are doing at that radio station is known as electioneering. Uh, when you're attempting to steer and not paying attention, uh, every single time that my name is dumped off there, once I'm officially in the race, that is called electioneering. Okay, so bias by omission, I would say. Bias by omission, yeah, the reverse. So uh, you can certainly go ahead and do all you want. I can use my and leverage my uh, platform as long as I want, uh, unless somebody requests in, which ha- would have to be one of the two candidates requesting that they want to be in. Um, it will never be electioneering, not to mention I own it versus uh, I run it. I, it you, I'm literally the poorest owner of any media group in the history of America, according to Channel News 4. Nice uh, shot at uh, by Chris Ramirez attempting to call me homeless. This is going to be a vicious show, an absolutely vicious vicious, savage show. I want you to understand that ahead of time. So I'm going to qualify that uh, right from the very beginning, okay? Because you guys need to know the truth. You guys are being uh, worked against, biased. They think you're stupid. The state is corrupt. These people deserve to go down. Oh, and if any of you Republicans think that you're going to jump on board with Mandy Gonzalez, who should be a fourth-degree felon for falsifying those documents, I have to sign those. Your highest law enforcement officer in Bernalillo County should be charged with fourth degree felonies based upon the fact that he certified and knowingly, knowingly falsified those documents. Once you falsify those documents you brought in front, how come no one's brought criminal charges uh, against Manny Gonzalez? Why Why isn't Manny Gonzalez's brother talking to him for the last six years? James Gonzalez, uh, sir, why are you not speaking to your brother? Anybody want to investigate? Does anybody want to know where Tim Keller lives? Has anybody asked where Tim Keller lives, uh, given the events of late May? 
Where is uh, Tim Keller currently sleeping? Do you want to discuss that? Do you guys want to sling enough mud and really, really run this through this or ignore me any further? You've got one day. You've got one day. Should we go through the phone logs of Mary Hahn at this point? I'd love to look at Mary Hahn's phone logs and those people who called into her telephone the day she died. How about that? Am I communicating my level of in being infuriated? Be happy to take your phone calls. Be happy to cross over all that stuff. There's more. But wait, there's more. There's lots and lots more. If you've been busy trolling me and you are the subject of me trolling you by IHateEddieAragon.com, well, you you have been actually worth zero of my time. We've got a campaign to run. We have 89 murders. The COVID shutdown, it's in full effect. I went to the Ghetto Smiths right down the street. Oh, and by the way, if you type in Ghetto Smiths, please type it in in Google, uh, D. Dowd Muska. I will do that. Yeah, right type now. it in right. And guess what comes up? Ghetto Smiths. Just in case you think <laughs> I'm knocking it. Yep. Grocery store in Albuquerque. Uh, grocery store in Albuquerque. The Ghetto Smiths. That's where I shop. That's where I go, right down the street from my uh, uh, domicile. You want to you want to cover the zoning code about why I can live here? You want to cover that and why I can't find a house? Uh, number five of the documents.cabq.government, planning and zoning code. Under my zoning, office and institution zone. Number five, permissive uses. Community residential program, except not either community residential corrections program or community residential program for substance abusers, up to 18 client residents. Six, dwelling unit, house, townhome. These are all permissible, permissible, permissive uses constituting up to 25% of the gross floor area on the premises. Provided usable open spaces provided on site in an amount equal to 400 square feet for each efficiency, one bedroom dwelling unit, 500 square feet, each two bedroom dwelling unit, 600. If this is the Democrat party's attempt to try and get me out, Michelle Lujan Grisham, because you're scared of a Republican becoming the next mayor and there's a media blackout, please wait in line. Everybody else is jumping on this. We are going to take the fight to you. Our armies are ready for battle. We will do so on the streets of Albuquerque. We will convince people that what we want is good and what you want is bad, a.k.a. corruption. So take your sheriff, who's committed fourth-degree felonies, who has not been awarded that, and continues to play in the courts. Tell him to stop asking for public money for his campaign. Mayor Keller, do you want to talk about where I live? Let's talk about where you live. How about that? How about the fact that we can't find a CAD file for when the residents, or excuse me, the police officers, were called to a certain residence on Park Avenue in the country club. Getting ugly enough yet? We can go deeper. I'm all for it. I'm, I'm chock full of information. All right. So let's cover Manny Gonzalez. Manny Gonzalez's campaign manager is not Jay McCluskey. Jay McCluskey smelled no money and left him. Right at the altar, there is no Republicans associated any longer with Manny Gonzalez's campaign. 
Okay. I'm going to read this word for word about a woman with pictures that Manny has taken photographs with. I'm going to call Manny. I'm not even going to call Sheriff Manny anymore because normally I would kind of respect that. I think that'd be uh, totally fine. But given leveraging law enforcement, having people follow me, track me, Channel 4, doxing my kids pictorially and not apologizing, Chris Ramirez. Let's continue. The woman running Manny Gonzalez's campaign for Albuquerque mayor is a California liberal whose Twitter feed reads like a wannabe member of the squad. In fact, Shannon Callen, campaign manager for the Bernalillo County Sheriff Manny Gonzalez, follows all four of the founding members of the squad. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Alan Omar, Ayana Presley, and Rashida Tlaib. Those, of course, are the group of congresswomen known for being among the most far-left representatives of the House of Representatives. This comes from a publication called The Right Alternative, The Conservative New Mexican, theconservativenewmexican.com. While many people on Twitter will claim, quote, retweets do not equal endorsements in their bio, Callan doesn't shy from her activist leftism. In January, Callan called for impeaching President Trump. Yes, the very President Trump that you all used to validate one Manny Gonzalez. That's exactly what you were doing. Oh, the Republicans who didn't like Trump, I mean, didn't want to get behind Trump. Yet the reason why they're validating Sheriff Manny Gonzalez is because he took a picture with Donald Trump. He also took a picture with Barack Obama. You want to talk about that? Alan called for impeaching President Trump. This is Manny Gonzalez's Sheriff Manny Gonzalez's campaign manager. His campaign manager wants to impeach Donald Trump, accusing him of inciting a civil war and terrorizing our democracy. Here's a picture of Manny Gonzalez and Shannon Callan, August 27, 2021, via Gonzalez's Twitter. Not a smart move. According to the city of Montebello, California, website Callan is a commissioner on the Culture and Recreation Commission. No public records could be found tying her to New Mexico whatsoever. He's a transplant. At least McCluskey is a resident. While Callan does follow Gonzalez's and recently liked one of his campaign posts, her social media presence is otherwise unrelated to New Mexico. And her activity on the platform is a stark contrast to the conservative Democrat image Gonzalez has tried to portray in his bid for Albuquerque mayor. Tell me who your friends are and I'll tell you who you are. In March, before an actual Republican entered the race, that would be me. Gonzalez was the go-to candidate for right-of-center Duke City residents. Quiet South Valley Democrats' appeal, beyond simply not being Tim Keller, was his tough-on-crime stance, which was magnified in July of 2020 when Gonzalez went to the White House for a photo op with the president as part of an Operation Legend, a joint effort of federal, state, and local law enforcement to fight violent crime. Now, what's also very interesting is just the month before, people who have donated generously with their time to Manny Gonzalez's campaign, they and their connections were also invited, uh, excuse me, they were also involved in the riot that took place back on June 15th of last year in the toppling of Juan de Oñate. More evidence has come forth. The um, New Mexico Civil Guard has provided more credible evidence, including tweets, 
Facebooks, invitations, and various other pieces of information which come directly from the people who are directly connected and endorsing Manny Gonzalez. Yes, yes, folks. Can you imagine if someone incited something like that just to make Tim Keller look bad? Not defending Tim Keller. He probably knew a lot about it as well. In fact, we know he did. For the record, Gonzalez's crime cred is commendable. He has immersed himself in the communities most affected by crime, worked directly with local residents, and not only supported, but heralded his deputies for professionally executing their duties. He pushed back on red flag laws, resisted uh, at the very end, within the last week. Should be written there. He was the last one to join on board. Resisted deputy lapel cameras, fought use of force cases against the county, which, according to his opponents, is exactly why he should stay in the current role. Exactly what I said. This is my quote. After all the trouble, uh, law-breaking is what I should have put. I didn't realize you guys were going to try and uh, do this stuff. But uh, after all the law-breaking that Sheriff Manny has had with his fraudulent signatures for public funding, fourth-degree felony, he should just stay sheriff. Republican mayoral candidate Eddie Aragon told the conservative New Mexican on Saturday, He's still on the job, and I'm not sure how he can continue, here we are, to do a decent job as sheriff with the crime crisis while dealing with his own campaign crisis. We need to keep him focused on crime during this record-breaking year. Is he focused on crime? No, he's sitting in courtrooms waiting to get your money to run his campaign to run attack ads on Tim Keller and Eddie Aragon. Do we know what platform he's running? Have we talked about what he's for? Or are we just talking about how he's been a victim over and over and over again? They say perhaps he's termed out at the end of next year he could apply to work for the APD is what I said. Other than crime and crime-adjacent issues like sanctuary cities, bail reform, DOJ meeting, and local law enforcement, Gonzalez's campaign hasn't been very loud about other issues. His response to the questions during the first mayoral debate, Located there, you could also find it at eddiewins.com. We're short, canned, and vague. You think I got these guys shaking or what? Is that is that really what where all this is coming from? You've got these guys worried because the two Democrat candidates got destroyed in a debate, eddiewins.com. And his campaign website does not have an issue section, leaving voters and media outlets like the conservative New Mexicans, whose request for an interview went unanswered to speculate. That's pretty bad. Asking for a meeting, not getting it. Which is why Gonzalez's election of, back to her, California liberal for his campaign manager is so revealing. As the famous saying goes, tell me who your friends are, tell you who you are. Beyond her left-wing positions, this is where it gets really interesting, Callan's former consulting firm, SHC Consulting, appears to have been caught the attention of California officials for her partner, Montebello City Councilwoman Vivian Romero. Paid her $26,000 in consultancy fees, according to a September 2018 news article. Romero was elected to Montebello's first openly gay mayor in 2016, according to the Whittier Daily. Despite SHC's, here's the write-up from Los Cerritos News. Despite SHC's lack of social media and professional presence, two campaign committees formed by Callan's partner, Vivian Romero, Romero Montebello City Council, and Romero for Senate 2018 have paid Callan over 26 grand. And one recent payment to Callan will raise eyebrows of the district attorney's money laundering unit in August this year as Romero paid Callan, whose own company does not have a website. (laughs) $1,500 for information technology costs, internet and email, and website design and setup, and no website. No website. 
not paid for that. I was back in September 29th of 2018. Dowd shaking his head. I'm hearing a lot of interesting things today. <clears throat> According to Corporation Wiki, Shannon Callan has been associated with one company. As previous president for SHC Consulting Group, the company was incorporated in California three years ago and is no longer active. Here is a couple of tweets from Ms. Shannon Callan. You can find this at theconservativenewmexican.com. Jennifer Hansler writes, with nine days left on the Trump administration, Secretary Pompeo announces Cuba has been added to the state sponsors of terrorism list. It joins only three other countries, Iran, North Korea, and Syria. Shannon Callan writes, Trump will cause a civil war. Wow. Sounds like a really balanced person. <laughs> She's got quite a hit list, uh, Eddie. Black Lives Matter, retweeting uh, Bernie, retweeting Cori Bush. Uh, she's obsessed with January 6th, obviously. Wow. The uh, yeah. the campaign manager of the conservative candidate in the case, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in this election. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Congressmember Bass, I'm in a safe, secure location. The president of the United States Society of Coup will not be intimidated, will not be deterred. And she says, please impeach him. Call in the National Guard. This is unethical, embarrassing, and shameful. <laughs> uh, here's the people she follows, and there you go. So, for those who are looking at, you know, various aspects of these campaigns and making them issues, I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in the city. I'm interested in crime. I'm interested in COVID. I'm interested in commerce. That's the focus of our campaign. We can't run a campaign because we're trying to get the attention of many other people, and we are, we're kicking some serious ass out there. I'm not even going to lie. Like these guys, between social media, what we're doing in the, in the debates and the information that we're getting out there, not to mention, let me give you a whole list of other things that have been done. We've raised $34,000 in four days. In four days. I haven't even count what, what's come in today. We have a number of people who are sick and tired, and they want to fight for the 505, and they've jumped on board. Let me read you, and this is going to go out to everybody who's on. We're not going to have this for... Everybody, unfortunately, so I want to make sure that uh, you guys uh, all uh, get this a little bit later on today, which, which is pretty cool. So let me um, read you this that will go out. Thank you to the 3,305 fighters who have signed a petition. The uh, 5,000, or excuse me, 521 fighters who have signed up to be a volunteer. To the 158 fighters who have donated to our campaign since we started taking donations last Thursday. Thank you. We've raised $34,650 in the first four days of fundraising. Beginning this Thursday, September 2nd, we'll have bumper stickers. You can pick those up officially uh, here at the radio station. I'll be happy to shake your hand, meet you, uh, whatever you want to do, take pictures. I don't care. Next Thursday, September 9th, from 4 to 8 p.m., we'll have a gathering of our 505 fighters at the Republican Party of the State of New Mexico headquarters for volunteers and to hand out hats, T-shirts, yard signs, palm cards, and bumper stickers, all which have been ordered today, thanks to the many generous people who have donated to this campaign. So we will do a September canvas blitz, uh, which will uh, start next week. You will need to RSVP as a volunteer to participate. To RSVP, you reply to the email that you received from me directly, or you can go to fightfor505.com and sign up there. Um, and, of course, you can come directly here to the campaign headquarters a.k.a. radio station headquarters, a.k.a. <laughs> Republican Party of the New Mexico headquarters is where we're going to be launching that next week. That's going to be on the 9th, Thursday night. And uh, we've got our entire team, which includes Natalie, Michael, Rebecca, 
Nancy, David. Uh, we've got uh, seven, six or seven uh, uh, total. I think I don't have everybody uh, that is listed, but there you go. Okay. So that's what's going on as far as the campaign. We have to get out information on the campaign. We've got two days to do it. I, I'm thinking that I'm going to continue to do it all the way through the campaign because there's nothing that will stop me from doing it. We're facing off against two Democrats. We are the lone uh, Republican. We can essentially take all this stuff over. This is information that you need to hear. This is what is out there, okay? And you have to be paying attention to it. Now, Friday, this is uh, what came in late, and it was uh, back and forth on the newsreel on it, which is very interesting. Because one time they were reporting one thing, next time they're reporting something else. They were looking at this and they were saying, okay, well, did he get slapped down by the city clerk? Uh, didn't he? Did he? Okay, I don't care. In my opinion, I just hope he gets the public financing because I'll have even more reason to continue to do what I do each and every single day. But he said the decision is bad news. Whose access to more than $600,000 of public financing will be determined by the very same person in less than 33 minutes and will be coming out. City clerk has to give Gonzalez. I just don't, I can't figure out why we are in a position where we're thinking about publicly financing elected candidates. It doesn't make any sense. I could have easily have done it. You saw how quickly we made mincemeat of the signatures. I could have easily done it a lot earlier and gone after the public funding, but I just didn't. Okay. I wasn't even sure at that point that I was like really that interested and wanted to run where I was at. And then when I saw there was no Republican on the ticket, I'm like, well, we don't have a, we don't have a choice. We've got to get in there and make it happen. We've got to represent all parties need to be involved. I don't care how quote unquote nonpartisan it is. Now, there was a judge who stepped in, and that particular judge, and just so you know where this is at, that judge was appointed by Michelle Lujan Grisham. Okay? Now, Dowd is going to give us a very uh, good, thorough report. Feel free to take your time on this, uh, Dowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we do, we're going to check on weather and, and traffic very qu- quickly with uh, Rudy Grande. <laughs> All right, let's put things together, starting with the weather. It looks like it's a slight chance of rain this afternoon, but right now i got to tell you it's not too bad out there right now. 88 degrees at the Rock of Talk. All right, now traffic-wise, it's going to be Coors Boulevard that's taking a lot of extra excess ta- traffic right now. Northbound on Coors is going to be slow from Ouray on up to Sequoia. Southbound, the typical grind, under 10 miles an hour from um, Lauria to Montano Plaza. Also, I-25 getting a little bit stubborn, northbound from Gibson up through the S-curve, getting better beyond Central. And it uh, looks like it's not too bad right now, Paseo del Norte, as you make your way westbound towards Coors Boulevard. All right, uh, this traffic report brought to you by Salon Deluxe in Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho. Salon Deluxe always treats you special. In fact, if you go in tomorrow when they open up again, you can get some Canyon water on the west side, and you can also get some of the new products that Monate has, not just skin and hair products, but also some really good health products. Salon Deluxe at salondeluxe.com, and we're up to date. Now let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, uh, very good. Love, Rudy. You had a good weekend uh, as well. I'm getting uh, lots of donations. Uh, Chris uh, Y, we'll just put it that way. I'm not going to segment anybody out, but thank you so much for your huge donation. Um, We've got, uh, Eddie, I listened to your debate, and I was wondering, does Manning have trouble hearing or understanding? Uh, Eddie? Oh, here we go. I've got to get the uh, January 6th stuff. Remember, zoning codes are not laws. Ordinances and codes apply to city governments. Contractors, not private citizens. (laughs) Thank you. 
Check your lawyer. Oh, this is great. Eddie, I listened to your, uh, let's see. Oh, hey, man. Good luck for mayor, but do quick whining. You sound as if the whole world is against you. With your rhetoric, you have no chance. Oh, wow. Uh, get your quick comments on that, uh, Dowd Muska, from the outside, because I know you don't care about politics. I Reporting the facts can often be confused as whining, but uh, I've heard mostly facts today and very little whining. It, 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 it defies reason. Really, it does. You, you couldn't even believe the level. Well, that's why we created a website specifically for those people. <laughs> I hate EddieAragon.com. We're totally fine with <laughs> As that. often as you like, folks. Yeah, totally fine. Uh, hi, Eddie. Almost thrown out of Walmart in Berlio on Sunday for not wearing a mask. Was chased down by the man at the door holding a box of masks. <laughs> I want your COVID. Throw a mask on that guy right before he gets somebody. <laughs> He's got COVID coming out of his face. Please put a mask on him. Oh, sir, before you get into your car, put on a mask before you give COVID to yourself. Saw a state employee with a mask driving a car oh, on yes. I-25 a couple days ago. Of course you did. Yeah, state empl- state, state car, so it was a state employee driving a Of course car. you did. Mask in, alone in a little hatchback kind of thing. Mm. He was going to give himself COVID. <laughs> I don't so know. Is that know. legal in some states? Apparently. Uh, <clears throat> was chased down by a man at the door holding a box of masks. When I refused, he called his radio to another employee who found me shopping for a birthday card for my son and proceeded to tell me if I did not put on my mask, it would have to escort me out. What, you want to get next to me? I'm... I've got a lethal weapon. I've got COVID on me. <laughs> I'm contagious. We have the worst governor ever. Uh, actually left out the best part. When the woman approached me when I was looking for the card, she said they have a letter from the governor stating that there is a mask mandate. I told her that a mandate is not the law. Wow. Kids are so good. at Eddie, keep doing what you're doing. Shut that guy off. Rip their, you know what? Uh, I can't say any of that. Eh? Exactly. Uh, Smiths are mass Nazis. I know. I walked right in. I looked in. I said, someone here going to mask me up before I walk into your store. Yep. And I just walked in and, and I literally had already gone, did all my shopping, everything. No one said anything. And I'm at the front and I didn't talk to anybody either. But the woman, she says, I can't give you my, these products until you put on a mask. <laughs> and what do you think I did? Went to the self-checkout. No, no. I just did like this. Just oh. give me the mask. Oh. Okay. And then I just uh, put it around my ears. Checked out, didn't say two words because I don't want to make, I don't want to get uh, COVID on her. Yeah, of course. Right. And then I walked right out and uh, left the mask in the uh, basket. So there you go. <sighs> and he has all the Americans of Afghanistan watched the last plane leave. I really wish these were the Americans that voted for him. I wouldn't feel so bad. My heart is heavy and I'm in deep prayer for my fellow citizens left behind. Uh, Eddie, watch all the uh, Lindell News TV. Lindell, yeah, he's doing great. Uh, hi, my name is Dolores. I'm already donated, but I'm looking to volunteer as well. Do you have any way I can help? Yes, that's fight, it. Fight for 505. No, fight for 505.com. I haven't even asked for anything, and I'm, I'm getting uh, we're getting money for the campaign. Do they have the paperwork? Oh, we're going to have so much fun next Thursday. Uh, the thieves in Albuquerque have been stealing tons of catalytic converters out of their car in the city. I just found out the one they stole out of my old Honda. It's going to cost me seven hundred dollars. I'm ready oh. to get the goofy goober out of the office and hire ourselves a competent city manager. Eddie Aragon. I like that everybody's calling it a city manager. Everyone's accepted that term immediately. I know. They really like it. I think they hate the idea of, and it, the, the idea of mayor is just a bad name anyway. Right. I mean, think right. of like the last four mayors. Well, a manager sounds like you're going to be working and administrating and managing something rather than just going to events and yelling, I can't breathe. That, that's what a politician and, does. But I don't even think it's necessarily about that. I think it's, it's about the fact that the mayor's become a bad name, mm, bad mm, position. Mm, mm, mm. 
you know. We I'm, haven't had know. a good run of them lately, the last oh, 30 or 40 years. Page, page. <laughs> and he had just sent a copy of the ebook to The Rock of... Thanks, Charles Sullivan. I appreciate you very much. He sent me something. And uh, there you go. 550, 5500. Um, all right, Dowd. Uh, we are going into how Manny Gonzalez uh, got his... Uh, got the leg up, uh, so to speak, from the state... District court, is that correct? Uh, yeah, this is the, uh, the, the district court, the uh, first judicial district court uh, up in Santa Fe. And you're right, Eddie, Friday was very confusing because even you and I were trying to figure out kind of in real time. And then I made the mistake of trying to dig into the background of this judge and who he's connected to. And I spent the entire weekend with a very sore neck uh, digging into another of these examples. And I did a piece like this a couple months ago of people coming to this state, Eddie, latching onto the public sector. Usually that means latching onto the Democratic Party giving the donations, hanging out with their fellow uh, kind, usually up in Santa Fe. Uh, they're often Anglo people. And Eddie, the point you've made for the last year that's fascinated me so much about people coming to New Mexico and trying to uh, culturally appropriate the, the kind of lack of direction in their own life, lack of their own culture. They come here and try to embrace whether it's uh, our history in New Mexico, whether it's uh, finding meaning in a big government job that pays very well in New Mexico, the spirituality, the art scene. Well, Judge, I'm going to call him Beadshide. Uh, I hope I pronounce it uh, properly. We have a lot of fine German-Americans, uh, and I don't want to mispronounce it. what seems to be a, a German last name. But Judge Beadshide gave a, uh, he threw a life preserver to uh, Manny Gonzalez. And you know, Manny's, unlike Eddie, Manny is expecting to get a big chunk of your money, ladies and gentlemen, taxpayer dollars, uh, north of $600,000 to pay for his campaign. And uh, as Eddie said, I believe Mr. McCleskey, not quite so interested now that it's not, uh, guaranteed that he's going to get that money but he went through a number of uh procedural processes to to obtain this money of course he was denied the money because of the chicanery going around getting his little five dollar donations to qualify the fraud that i think eddie rightfully points out uh is worthy of criminal investigation but the city of albuquerque said no this is an ethical violation you're not going to qual we're not going to qualify you for your 600 plus grand uh because of how you fraudulently obtained these signatures and five dollar donations well, doc, uh, doctor, uh, <laughs> doctor, professor, uh, professor, I'm really having a good Monday. Judge uh, Beadshide, as Eddie said, a Michelle Lujan Grisham appointee, uh, a donor to the Democratic Party, a, a lawyer up in Santa Fe, originally from Florida. Another one of these examples where Eddie points them out and he, he's good to do it because people seem to, I don't know, try to find meaning in New Mexico because they can't find it in their own state. Uh, he came, became a player in the Democratic Party. He started giving money. He actually represented a candidate uh, who lied to the Albuquerque Journal about uh, 18 years ago about his criminal past, which is a sort of a little side note that doesn't really re relate directly to what's going on. But he was appointed by our governor. This is, again, uh, Judge uh, Beadshide, appointed by our governor, Democrat Michelle Lujan Grisham, in 2019. As I say in the piece, available at rockoftalk.chat, 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 he had contributed about a little under $1,000 to Democratic causes uh, candidates in those prior seven years. So I think the judge, the soon-to-be judge, you know, it always helps when you're seeking a gig from the governor, uh, of course, which that you get appointed and then eventually you have to run for election to win on your own right. But the governor helps you with that big first step in, in New Mexico. We have kind of a crazy hybrid system here for our, our judges. She appointed him very early in her administration, way back in, in early uh, 2019. Did not help uh, future judge, or at that point, Judge uh, Beadshide's cause, that he was part of a law firm, Sawtell Worth and Beadshide, that has a connection to a pretty powerful Democratic politician who is obviously a close ally of Democratic Governor 
Michelle Lujan Grisham. That would be Peter Worth. Now, Peter Worth is a member of our state Senate here in New Mexico. Guess what? He's a Democrat. Guess what? He's majority leader of the New Mexico Senate, which, of course, is controlled by Democrats heavily, almost two to one. Um, in, in And guess what? He's also married to. He's also married <laughs> to. Folks, you can't make this up. He's also married to a Santa Fe city councilor, uh, Carol Romero Worth. You know, you got to get that. Got to get that combo name, hypho, hyphenate. Well, if you're a Democrat every single time, you always hyphenate your name. At least give Hillary credit. She just kept with Hillary Rodham for a lot of years. But anyway, so, I mean, this is a guy with uh, significant connections, uh, and it's not uh, surprising that he got where he did. Now, once you get appointed by the governor, you got to stand for election uh, in the next uh, election that you're eligible for. That was the election of 2020. This is Santa Fe. So what do we know about the Republican Party in New Mexico? It is an irrelevant force in places like Albuquerque and Santa Fe, you know, where most of the people live in New Mexico. So not, he ran not for long, Dow. Not for long. Not for long. <laughs> he, he I'm talking about the past, Here not the bright the future. I'm talking baby. about the dark past, we're, not the bright we're future. We're using this particular election, <laughs> and the Republican Party is going to start taking over this state. It's nice to see a Repu- like an Eddie Aragon type so candidate exciting. run for mayor of Santa Fe. Now that Republican I mean, Party, whew. we're all coming together, baby. It's all, it's all. <laughs> it's like, all, all I was on the phone today with with Dinah. I'm gonna uh, be a, at, at her event. Wow. Yeah, we're gonna have a great time and party. Can you feel the love can totally, tonight? Can totally, that's the worst rendition of that I've ever heard. Please, please, please continue. Go ahead. All right. So back to our our judge uh, Beadside, very highly connected. So he raises over twenty. I think it's something like twenty six thousand dollars for a campaign in which there is no Republican opponent. He gives himself loans, uh, two $5,000 loans. Now, he's not hurting for money. He's very connected up there in the Santa Fe legal Democratic Party community. He lives in a $1.3 million house on Camino Cabra. Uh, seems how, to be, how do you spell that? Uh, uh, I feel like we should out every single public. Uh, you know, C-A-B-R-A, Camino Cabra. Cabra. Uh, now, that is the Zillow estimate at $1.3 million. Mm. I don't know about you folks. I don't live in a $1.3 million what, what's house. The, what's the actual numbers on that? Oh, uh, okay. yeah, let kidding. me get that. I, did, I didn't want to give I'm the just, number I, because I'm I didn't want to be wait, accused wait, 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 of... Wait, 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 I, oh, I mean, and the, the doxing that has gone on. Well, that's true. Given it's the, actually, right. given the level of doxing <laughs> of me, my kids, and... <laughs> You know, addresses okay. and everything else. I'm uh, 514 Camino Cabra. There we go. 514 in, uh, Camino Fanta Cabra. There we or Fantasy, as we often like to call it. So who's giving to his campaign other than himself with his own deep pockets? Uh, William Sawtell. Uh, he is another white Anglo person whose family came to Santa Fe to recreate themselves. They're originally from <laughs> Nebraska. We've the got sil- the silver-haired ponytail. Who's silver-haired ponytail? Yeah. We got Eric Somer. Okay, now who's this guy? He's a prominent lawyer in Santa Fe who happens to be business partners with Kimball Udall of the Udall family. They're not very powerful politically in Arizona, New Mexico. Not not at all. Kennedy, uh, another contributor. The, the Kennedys of the West. The Kennedys of the West. Uh, another contributor is a guy named Jerry Todd Wertheim. He represents the National Education Association, New Mexico, one of the most powerful lobbying forces in the state. And, of course, they're the backbone of the Democratic Party Thank in you. New Mexico. Thank you. Uh, and so of that over $20,000 that uh, Judge uh, Beadshide raised, Almost 7,000 of that went to Morris Strategies for New Mexico, run by a former flunky for Mayor Jim Baca here in Albuquerque. And apparently, from what I can tell, he only works for uh, Democrats. So he picked up almost a cool seven grand uh, from that. Now, that's some ethically troubling stuff. I mean, being kind of a Democratic Party hack uh, and hanging out with your fellow hacks in the legal community, it's very disturbing to me. I do come from a state where we don't elect judges. I do think appointed is makes more sense. You're never going to get perfect judges, but it's deeply problematic. How does the judge rule on matters affecting politics? I would say somebody who's active, who gives a thousand dollars, who actually gave 40 bucks to the 
uh, this this county party, the Democratic Party, uh, Santa Fe County Party, after he became a judge, he still gave him 40 bucks. I mean, after you become a judge, you should be not giving to any partisan entity at all. Uh, well, he tends to rule for Democrats and against Republicans from the bench. Um, I didn't have time in the piece to get into his favorable ruling where he ruled in favor of the Las Vegas mayor who was just convicted of two felonies. Uh, I, I may I may address wait, wait, that wait, later. Wait, wait, wait. So he's used to he is used to <laughs> yes. ruling in favor of candidates and or elected officials who have committed felonies. So uh, he well, ruled in favor of fourth degree felon uh, <laughs> uh, Manny Gonzalez, and then also uh, this particular woman isn't she going to jail? She uh, well, actually, she got some sweetheart deal. She was she was uh, I think eligible to go to jail for something like three years. Uh, this was another case, but this was a civil case where Judge Beadshide, before she was convicted, this was a civil case brought by multiple employees. I think that litigation is still going on where they were suing her over wrongful termination. Apparently, she was trying to squelch all the people who were squawking about all of her illegality. So he kind of helped the little fellow Democrat there. But the big example I really wanted to use, and I think this resonates really well at a time when election security uh, and election integrity uh, is an issue. There was a woman, and I think her name was Morper. Uh, I think she called herself Golden Morper. She was from Angel Fire. Uh, but this time she was running for the third congressional district in, in 2020. So she filled out all the forms, got her got her signatures and everything, got all all the all everything she needed in order to file with vicious progressive liberal Democrat state Secret, Secretary of State Maggie Toulouse Oliver. But according to Maggie, this candidate, a Republican, didn't use the right header on the forms. These were all legitimate addresses from legitimate people uh, uh, signing these petitions. So Maggie says, well, she didn't uh, submit the right, you know, she didn't use the right letterhead. And so, th therefore, she doesn't qualify for uh, uh, being, able, being on the ballot. I think it was at the convention where she was going to put her name in contention in the convention. So this goes to court. Uh, Ms. Morper uh, sues over this. I think rightfully so. This was not election fraud. It was just a She deserved error. to be on. The ju Judge Beadshide, Democrat, himself says it was what he called, quote, unquote, a niggling error, N-I-G-G-L-I-N-G. Uh, we'll leave that issue aside. Not, a, not, not the a, word you're thinking not of. Not a good word to use. <laughs> it's, it's actually a Scandinavian word. It has nothing to do with what you're thinking, but people tend to not use it anymore. So Judge Beadshide rules against the Republican candidate. Good for Ms. Morper. She appeals to the Supreme Court of New Mexico. What do we know about the Supreme Court of New Mexico? Extremely liberal, dominated by liberal Democrats. They overturned their fellow Democrats' decision four to one. And this is the quote. Uh, they said that the secretary, we're talking about Maggie Toulouse Oliver, protected by the judge, her determination prevented the counting of ostensibly more than 700 signatures of New Mexico citizens, each signature representing a valid nomination of a candidate for elective office. So Maggie, with the help of this judge, tried to exclude a Republican uh, who had gathered the, the, the right number of uh, petitions that she needed. Our own Supreme Court, our left-wing Supreme Court, overturned Judge uh, Beadshide. Then what happened last week? Judge Beadshide hands a, as a, threw a life preserver to Manny's uh, floundering campaign so he could potentially, it's not the final word, he's going to get to go back to the city and have his quote-unquote due process of law. We're 15 minutes away from that. Uh, and he was, uh, you know, this was all signed off on by Judge Beidchi. You dig, you dig a little bit into this, his connections, his playing uh, politics with the Democratic Party, his being nominated by a Democrat, his working at the firm with a fellow lawyer who is the Senate majority leader in our state legislature. Uh, this is Eddie. You know, I'm not, I don't work for the Eddie Aragon campaign. This isn't about Eddie Aragon. This is another one of my deep dives, uh, dives. And I did this with a guy named uh, Tony Hanasco a couple months ago with all of his connections, another silver haired ponytail guy who came from North Dakota and prospered 
very well uh, in, in New Mexico. Folks, bottom line is it's a club. You're not in it. I'm not in it. Eddie Aragon is barging his way into that club, and he's going to be trying to turn some of those tables over. Yeah, but yeah, it, literally, you were just... We're walking in and taking it over. <laughs> we're just gonna, we're yeah. gonna have to. People of uh, of uh, of honesty, I think, are gonna have to literally look at the system. But Eddie, over the weekend, as my neck was getting sore and sore, and I was just looking at these connections between all these people, you were talking, and I and I called it in the piece, available at rockoftalk.chat. This is an insular, predatory community of people in New Mexico's public sector, and I think this is a window. Um, I'm not saying, uh, you know, I haven't, I wasn't present for all the arguments for this legal case. I'm just saying that this. The fact that this man ruled on this, first of all, he should have recused himself because it was a political in nature case. Uh, it is a window into what we're talking about with New Mexico's uh, political establishment. And was it any really wonder how the decision came out the way it is? Bottom line, though, with Manny is it's fascinating. He's a Democrat. He gets nominated by the Democratic Party to run for sheriff. Then Republicans Thank pick you. him yeah, that, to run for mayor of Albuquerque. You. You and now a Democratic judge is at least assisting him in his attempts to, to hold on to that 600 grand. I mean, does it get any, you know, the uniparty here, the, 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 the duopoly in this state? I mean, does it get really any creepier and sleazier than this? Uh, available at rockoftalk.chat. Read it yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it's, I dare say, even though I, it's my work, uh, it's quite a read, and it really gives you a glimpse at how uh, dirty and, uh, let's say, under a wet rock things are often when it comes to politics and policy in this state. Let's talk just for a moment. Let me uh, straighten it out just so it's a very clear very linear uh, and easy for you to digest uh, Dowd uh, when you spend the amount of time on the research and getting involved in the details. There's so many takeaways that you get, but here's the essential takeaway that I want you guys to kind of just walk away from today. Okay. So Friday, see, was it, was it last Thursday, Wednesday or Thursday of last week, Dowd, that Michelle Lujan Grisham had the poll of 46, 45%. Right, it was, Wednesday. Which was, was it Wednesday? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Michelle Lujan Grisham gets an approval rating of 46, 47, 46, 45 percent, 46 approved. She's almost underwater, almost, Yeah, so, which is usually deadly for a politician. And they can't get back. Once you've gone that. Almost impossible. It's, yeah, it's, it almost never comes back. So that's a, it's the point of no return. Uh, I haven't looked at the uh, most disapproved governors. I'm assuming that she's now in the bottom 10 uh, or pretty close to it. She has been there before. Uh, we'll pull that up very quickly. And then... There's Manny asking for, now Manny's a registered Democrat, Tim Keller's a registered Democrat. They're both Democrats. They both carry the water. Manny and, and, uh, and, and Tim both have pictures uh, hanging out with, with Biden and, and Obama and all that kind of stuff. Then on top of that, you have the opportunity that, okay, well, maybe Tim isn't as strong as a candidate. We definitely need to keep this in the D column because ultimately if with D wins, then we can keep Bernalillo County blue. We can keep people voting Democrat. People will think that, oh, well, why do we show up anyway? Um, they try to get you by being apathetic. So they immediately charge this particular judge by saying, well, you got to come out with a positive favor. You've seen that he has ruled uh, unfavorably before. He was one of the first judicial appointees by Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham back in March of 2019, ruled in favor of Manny Gonzalez, giving it one more time. I've called the city clerk's office twice today. Uh, it's 4.49 and 30 seconds, 11, 10 minutes and 30 seconds away from uh, seeing where they are on this money. I can guarantee you that Michelle Lujan Grisham wants both Tim Keller and Manny Gonzalez to go ahead and get that money. Whether they sling stuff at each other or just at me, they want them to have it because if a Republican, me, if I get elected mayor of Albuquerque, it will be over for the Democrat Party. 
and we will start to claw back. And I'm going to make that statement just so you made sure that you heard it right. If we win the mayoral race and we win city council, if Dan Lewis gets elected, if uh, Renee Grout gets elected and Lori Robertson get elected, we'll have a majority in the city council. We will have the mayor's office and then the momentum is on our side. Our, our Republican party can start to come together. Uh, we can also talk about the Albuquerque Public School Board. I think we're going to have massive turnout. We're going to hopefully turn that into a majority as well. Uh, flip our school. Like everything is on the line here with this particular election. If we don't get it, I don't know that we even have a gubernatorial race at that point. It would be very difficult to mount. I know Greg Zanetti is good. I know Louis Sanchez is good. I know there are some very, very capable uh, people who are working on both of those campaigns, and uh, they can certainly take it to Michelle Lujan Grisham like no other as uh, really dyed-in-the-wool conservatives uh, with a long history. Greg's run the party a couple of times. Louis has been heavily involved in doing lots, lots, and lots of national media uh, for the last two years, uh, remaining open. These are good men trying to do a good job, but if we don't win this, then it's going to be hard for those guys to win and hard for us to take back the House. Uh, the Republican Party leadership is doing a great job right now, okay? They've really gotten involved. They're very excited about this particular race, and we should all come together for the purposes of removing Michelle Lujan Grisham out of office, and this is the first step. The school board, the city councilor, uh, as well as the mayoral race. So they wanted to make sure that this went to make sure that Michelle Lujan Grisham doesn't lose control of her power going into 2022, a time when she's going to go for more shutdowns, a time when public approval is uh, going against her, despite the fact that it seemingly is overwhelming the number of people who are receiving shots, etc. I think most people uh, want to go ahead and have a choice, and I think it's going, it's going to cost her dearly um, in 2022. So we're running a good campaign. I'm going to read this uh, very quickly uh, to you uh, one more time in its entirety, and then uh, we're going to go ahead and we are currently at $37,255. Let me tell you just how much things will change if we get over $50,000 by the end of the day tomorrow. The whole entire race will change because that will be like a mental change right there. With more than 60 days and you raise $50,000 in the first six days going in, people will say, well, what, what were you looking for? This guy is literally one-tenth of the way there. To go and get where he needs during to the get. deadest part of summer. Exactly. There's nobody <laughs> supposedly nobody checked out. Listening. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we have 3,305 people who got us on the petition. There's 521 fighters who signed to be a volunteer. 158 fighters who donated to the campaign since we've started. We've raised $37,255 as of last check. Uh, starting this Thursday, you can come pick up bumper stickers. The following Thursday, our volunteers and our teams, as well as Republicans. Uh, who want to volunteer can head on over to RPNM. We will meet with them. We'll be there from four to eight and uh, we'll be doing as much as we can a live show uh, from there while we're uh, doing this. Hopefully we'll have Jaybird behind the board. He'll be able to, to do that. Uh, we've got t-shirts, yard signs, palm cards, uh, hats, by the way, as well, and bumper stickers. And uh, we're ready to go ahead and hit the ground running. So hope you're on board with us and we appreciate everybody. Uh, tuning in uh, here to the Kiva's Check on Weather and Traffic and take a couple of phone calls. Rudy Grande. 
All right, let's put things together, starting with the weather. Slight chance of rain tonight and 88 degrees right now at the Rock of Talk. Boy, since our last report, it got pretty bad on Paseo del Norte westbound. Between the river and Coors Boulevard, an accident takes up a couple of lanes. Look at that backup all the way to I-25. Today, I might recommend Alameda, though, and that's going to start to get a little bit crowded as well as the word gets out on this one. All right, as far as the drive right now on Coors Boulevard, still slow, southbound La Ria to Montano, and looks like things are improving on bridges. You try and get across the river, so that's the good news into the South Valley. All right, this traffic report brought to you by Monte Cigar Shop. They're on San Mateo, just north of Comanche, and this is the place to be if you're looking for any accessories, pipes, Maybe it's tobacco for the pipes, maybe lighters. I mean, these guys have it all. And when it comes to cigars, 2,000 types of cigars in the largest humidor in the entire Southwest. Got to go to Monty's. Monty's Cigar Shop on San Mateo, just north of Comanche. We're up to date. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Uh, 455 Baker Street. Love that song. All right, we'll jump in uh, very quickly. Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead, you're first. That's you, caller. Going once, going twice. Come on, hang in there. You there? No. Caller, sorry, you're... I didn't. I thought I oh, was no, on that's the you. line. Oh, you're there. Go ahead. No, this you're is Stacy. Hi. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be on your show. I, I miss where I go to volunteer for your campaign. Fightfor505.com. I was just looking at that, and I see where to donate money, but I want to volunteer my time. Yeah, and just come... the form at the very bottom. Just keep scrolling down. You know, there's uh-huh. our apps, everything, all, all that stuff is mm-hmm. right there. So just fill out first name, uh, last name, oh, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, just keep scrolling. Just There we are. Perfect. And then will you repeat the address real quick where we go to get, like, signs and it's all on that on there. stuff scroll, you were just talking about? Scroll a little bit perfect. further down. Do you see that address? Yes, I'm sorry to yeah. waste your time. Okay. No, no, it's fine. If <laughs> Thank I, you. If I walk You're out, awesome. If I walk out in my uh, shopitos and uh, bathrobe, uh, that's okay. I'll be, I'll, I'll be good to go shortly. Well, hey, APS <laughs> public school teacher for you. Whoa! Thank you. All right. Yes. That is We're on the down cool. low at our school. There's about six of us, but we've got some underground things going on. Ooh, so, you know. That's good. I like yeah. here. A little sneak, sneaky. We're going to help those school boards members as well and uh oh i know yeah, we're gonna if i everybody. could retire i would run for school board myself really definitely so. definitely reach out to me and send me uh i don't know if you can send me a little note but uh i don't know just just put at the end of your name dl and then we'll know to, to single you out okay okay perfect thanks all right, so much thanks all right call you're in the key go ahead hey eddie hey what's hey, going thank- on hey thank you so much for being the voice of reason and uh voice out in the wilderness. I've got a beef with the Albuquerque Journal. Um, as you know, it's uh, it's so biased and it's so left-leaning. I think it makes the Leaning Tower of Pisa look like it's standing straight up. But I, I'm just fed up with it. And I think the new name for the journal should be the Albuquerque Urinal, at yellow journalism at its finest, because it just does not give the other side on August 18th, they published a article, Arm Yourself with the Facts and the COVID-19 Vaccine. And it was a full page on the opinion page. And everything that they stated in it was false. It, w- it wasn't the narrative, as we all know. 
and they just don't give any objective reporting whatsoever. And I, I just, I'm, I'm done with them. I'm stopping my uh, subscription, and that's it. Well, um, I'm not going to say one way or the other about uh, your subscription, but I think that uh, your name is funny. I think it's apropos, uh, given the level of bias that we've seen. I would agree with that. And uh, all I can say is there's other uh, sources. Uh, we've mentioned a couple of them already. Obviously, this radio station and uh, you know the stuff that we put out at rockoftalk.chat, hell of a lot cheaper uh, for one. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I can tell you there's a lot more work that goes into that than, than goes into some of these articles. But, you know, it, there's a, sort of an entrenched media that works with the entrenched government. And uh, it's an immovable force, and uh, we are going to move it in this election. So stay with me all the way through. I've got you. We're not going to let you fall. And uh, jump on on fightfor505.com as well. Uh, sign on however you want to go ahead and help us and help this campaign. And, uh, you know, they won't be able to ignore us and uh, be biased towards us any longer if we get a little bit of power. Remember, if we don't win this election, let me tell you, I'm not getting into this not to win it. It's like I've told my entire team. This is war. This is not me getting along with you or anything like that. We've got to focus on winning because if we don't win, we don't have a voice and they're just going to sit around and tell everybody, Hey, we told you so those guys aren't, aren't anything. And they love to do that. There's a a huge bullying element that goes on by the leftist here, which includes all the media. Well, you saw the hit piece by uh, KOB channel four. I mean, you've seen, yeah, you've seen what they've done. They'll stop at nothing. And you just got to stand there. You've got to stand there, shut up about it, and uh, you know, and throw it right back at them, uh, and and uh, and defend our territory. This is all we got left. You're doing, and you're doing a great job. And I have to say, I am behind you all the way. Uh, donation is coming your way, and uh, hang in there. We need more people like you. We do. We, we need, need a lot more. We need a lot, a lot more fighters. I think every person like you who's jumping on board, letting your voices be heard, you're just like me. I'm just like you. We're we're together on this. So. We need to create thousands of people, thousands of people. I, uh, we have, we're, we're segmenting 521. We need 5,521 people to come out uh, to take over these neighborhoods by storm and let people know that we're not going to take this stuff anymore from them. No, and, and I, I'm just so amazed at how many Republicans keep their head in the sand as well. We're, coming, I mean, we're, we're motivating behind. them, though. We're helping them out. They need help. That you got, you know, when you when you're used to losing this many times, mm-hmm. you got to finally get behind somebody who's willing to fight and doesn't care about learned helplessness. Got, yeah, I've got lear- I've got nothing left to lose, right? It's according to Chris Ramirez at Channel Four. Let's just let's just put it out there. We've got to go as hard as we possibly can. So join with me. Thanks for uh, everything you're doing, your donation, and and uh, let's let's not bag on the Republicans. Let's let's go put our arms around them and tell them that you can do it. We got to motivate them and uh, l- let them know that that uh, we don't have to be the bad news bears anymore. That's, no, that's right. But uh, no more Albuquerque urinal. <laughs> there we go. All right. Yellow Rock journalism, chat. At, its, yellow journalism at, the, at, their, at their finest. No, yeah. I will sign up without a doubt. Thank you so much for everything you do. All right. Caller, last one. You're in the Kiva. Going once, going twice. All right. We're going to check out here. We're going to do some commercials uh, right here in, on AM 1600 KIVA. ABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com, 501, back and forth.
I'm Nancy Giblin, owner of Sugar Hollow, a boutique residential assisted living community in the historic Albuquerque Country Club neighborhood. Dedicated to exceptional care for your loved one, Sugar Hollow provides daily wellness activities that engage the mind, body, and spirit. Join us for Happy Hour Fridays, Sugar Hollow style, featuring local musicians playing tunes your loved ones will recognize and enjoy. Visit Sugar Hollow by calling 270-0801. Boutique style assisted living, 270-0801. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Well, it may be the devil, or it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass-based rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy the safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. Albuquerque-based Pluma Construction Systems provides a full suite of commercial construction services and residential remodeling. Pluma Construction is a service-disabled, veteran-owned small business. Former President Ronald Reagan said, to grasp and hold a vision, that is the very essence of successful leadership. Leaders set a destination. Leaders have a vision. They communicate that vision. They are passionate about their vision. They make sure everyone in their organization understands the vision. Their vision attracts and affects every employee in the workplace. Do you know your destination? Does your team know your destination? President Reagan also said, The challenge of statesmanship is to have the vision to dream of a better, safer world and the courage, persistence, and patience to turn that dream into reality. What is the vision for your company? This Leadership Minute was brought to you by Pluma Construction Systems. To discuss your construction project, call 505-345-0755 or visit plucys.com. Petco Gone Wild, located in Rio Rancho, pampering your pets with a full-service dog wash. Pet Food Gone Wild, two stations for one to three dogs at a time, cats too. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, ready to solve pet anxiety from summer thunderstorms. Come into Pet Food Gone Wild for calming treats, 10% off, pets.theplaceilike.com. Get your mobile coupon and tap to call Pet Food Gone Wild at pets.theplaceilike.com. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. 
Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather, and we begin our second hour. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande looking at... uh, not too bad a day. Looks like we might have some rain later tonight, 15% chance of that. Come Wednesday, though, much better chance through the weekend. Right now, 88 degrees at the Rock of Talk, and a pretty stubborn drive on Paseo del Norte westbound between the river and Coors Boulevard. That accident's still working, so we're going to call that a, uh, well, just a tough drive all the way back to I-25. And they are starting to take me up on the uh, Al- um, Alameda alternative. A lot of folks are starting to take that. You're seeing a heavy pattern developing around Balloon Fiesta Park, heading west, uh, westbound. As far as the drive right now on I-25 Northbound, that's no fun. Coming up from Gibson, uh, under 30 miles an hour, all the way up to Central. But still looking okay on uh, Rio Bravo. Though it's crowded through the construction, get ready. It's still moving pretty decent in the South Valley. All right, this traffic report brought to you by Spring at Salon Helena. They are on Manal, just west of Wyoming, about two blocks. Here's what you get over there. You get this salt room, and that's perfect as the allergy season is about to start developing once again. It gets a little drier in the winter, so you need the salt room. And then, of course, you can always go to Live Springs and get the Canyon water. Live Spring at Salon Helena, what a place to go. On Manal, two blocks west of Wyoming. Okay, we're up to date. Let's start back into the Rock of Talk. Eminence front there with uh, the who we got uh, D Dowd Muska as well uh, jumping in. Uh, it uh, I normally do the five hundred five and the five hundred five. We'll do that next. I know that you guys just live for that. Some of the some of that stuff that comes in. Lots of texts uh, who are all checking in. We're waiting for the uh, final ruling on all that so we can get on with the rest of this. Wow, holy moly! You guys are so generous. It's insane. You guys are we. <laughs> We're we're at thirty nine thousand, and all I did I have to say is uh, that tell everybody we're at thirty seven uh, two fifty five. We just went from thirty seven. I want to say people's names, but then I don't want to out them either. You know what I mean? And uh, we literally just crossed uh, thirty thirty nine thousand, just like that, just like that, <laughs> like right away. I, I said we're, private we're, money, ladies and gentlemen. Private yeah, uh, if we can get to let's call it forty three thousand dollars for the show today, we can get another four thousand during the show. Uh, be a happy man uh, for our campaign and getting this stuff out. Um, it's used, just so you know, I'll, I'll tell you what we ordered just to be totally incomplete. It, should I do that? Is that has anybody ever done anything like Transparency. that Transparency. Before? before you get elected. <laughs> Was that okay to do? I don't know. Is that Can you talk about what you're getting and what the money pays for so that these people understand what they're getting for their money? Do you do that? I mean that's definitely my style. But yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, it's, it's, let's put it this way: it's not going for high-paid campaign consultants. Uh, <laughs> well, we don't have a campaign manager. It's Eddie. It's going for communication, getting the word exactly. out. Exactly. We've got lots of workers who are literally killing themselves um, getting the word. And that's done. the best campaigns. The best campaigns uh, spend money on uh, you know electioneering and have a tremendous amount of volunteers who take the the place of paid staff, and they don't give those fat contracts to. 
fat cats who charge hundreds of thousands of dollars. And you, I mean, that's, that's true grassroots activity. I've seen it very rarely in my life, but I, I think I'm seeing it happen right in front of my eyes right now. Well, we'll we do what we can. All right, Carla, you were first in the Kiva. Go ahead. Hey, Eddie. Yes, sir. Hey, you can hear me. I can hear What's you. Up? Oh, you sound uh, a lot. You sound like you're very lively. Go ahead. I was like, hey, I'm over here in Corrales, bro. Um, hey, uh, you know what? I'm a retired fireman, Eddie. I'm a retired firefighter, and I go back to the Marty Chavez days and the Saavedra days and seeing what's happening with the department. And, okay. and you know, I love my brothers. I love the sisters and everything else, what's going on, even the county and stuff like that. You know, so, you know, several questions. Imagine yeah, yeah. who's going to replace Manny, number one. Um, number two, wait, wait, wait. So, you know, uh, see, let's go slower. Let's take your, uh, right. let's go point by point and then you can provide some insight in, and to, as to why you're asking the question and we'll give some other people a chance to go ahead and talk about that. So number one, who's going to replace Manny? You mean for sheriff? Yeah. If he wins, like, so does he got to disqualify himself? Does he get out of the, the sheriff department? Uh, I do not know what the politics as far as that is. That's that's a question that that bothered me a while back. But you know what gets me though, Eddie, was that just seeing how the politics run in the city of Albuquerque, and not only that, my dad, my dad was uh, 27 years in the department also, so we have decades in the department. But my scenario is that seeing of what's going on, even with the city council, you know, from the Allen Armijos and um, the Vince, uh, what was uh, Vince, 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 uh, the what the Garcia? Vince, yeah. The, no, the, what's called the Chambers is named after him. Vince, uh, God, what's his name? Oh, you're talking about Ken Sanchez. No, not Ken Sanchez. I'm talking about the city chambers downtown with Vince Grego. Vince Grego. Oh, Vince Grego. Oh, okay. I was thinking of so, the, uh, the county uh, building. Go yeah. Ahead. So, you know, with all these city politicians that's going on and seeing what Keller's doing, and then I, like I said, I've seen the fire department. I've seen he's promoted back all the way to Ken Schultz. Okay, let's go with Ken Schultz. Fire Chief Greg Chavez. He got us a cost of living raise because he compared our wages with the four corners, the six corners, you know what I mean? And we were way underpaid, way underpaid. That brings up another assumption, another not assumption, but another thing is this this little MLG takes away our colas. A lot of us don't have our social security colors, you know what I mean? We paid our own fund, and here we are getting ripped off for 3% because MLG doesn't, because of what's happening with the state legislature. So there's a lot of us that are... When were the colas taken, taken away? Oh, they were taken away for years already. 1%, 2%. We haven't seen them. It's been years. It's been like four or five years it's been going on. Yeah. That we haven't gotten... Our, first of all, they took a point away. We got our 3% cost of living raise. And then they just completely took a point away. And then all of a sudden now we can't even get our two points. So we don't get our colas. Um, and you know what really bothers me is that, you know, the union, even I just seen them on TV the other day or I seen it somewhere over there with the IAFF, with little Grisham over there, you know, and they were having all these photo ops and stuff like that. And here we go with promotions, change of things. I haven't seen the other day of uh, some particulars out. We're even going to meet with Manny Gonzalez. So seeing all this stuff, you know, it, it bothers me quite a bit. I live in the village. Like I said, I live in the village. I got some property in the city of Albuquerque. I've been dealing with parks. I've been dealing with American Horror's office. 
bunch of weasels. They can't even pick up the phone. They can't even answer. Uh, back in the day, uh, the CAO, what's his name? Lawrence Royale, like the Zippy Loop. He said, hey, bro, you're going to need it. You need a problem. Give me a buzz. I emailed him, called him out. No replies. No replies. So just seeing how the city of Albuquerque is operating right now, I mean, they got total control. They don't pick up the phones. They're a three-one-one system. It's it's a it's a sham. Is that even and a thing anymore? Uh, yeah, it's, I thought, a, thing. I it's they, a terrible thing. Hold it's on one sec. Hold on one sec. Hold on. I thought they got rid of that, Dow. Thank you for calling the city of Albuquerque's three-one-one. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's still there. I thought they had gotten rid of that uh, oh. on there. Okay. Good. Good. All right. Keep going, sir. Um, I'm trying to get to a point here. We've got who's going okay. to replace Manny. Then we uh, talked about COLA adjustments. Then we, we talked about the COLA being taken away. Then you said uh, something about, I was a little bit unclear, as was our audience, about the meeting with Manny Gonzalez, uh, and you said an MLG. Is that correct? Uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about the the union, the union meeting up Okay, so the union meeting uh, between Manny Gonzalez and the union. So it, No, 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 not Manny Gonzalez. I'm just talking about some members that I know that are backing up Manny, and they're saying, hey, come and meet Manny. So there's some particular names that I know that I heard. Okay, that's fine. Here not too long ago in reference to backing Manny. Okay. Then again, I see this picture or this portfolio. I don't know what I see now. Maybe it was on social media. Okay. Where there's a union there meeting up with MLG and with all the gold and IAFFF and all this other stuff, you know. Okay. This and I was a, I'm a union member. I was a union member. But okay. like I said, but it goes back to where Greg Chavez, when Greg Chavez was Schultz, that was the biggest point I really want to bring up. In reference to the politics of what's happening in Albuquerque, when we had Ken Schultz, we didn't. If we would not have those two buildings, um, and then, like I said, Greg Chavez was able to get us a cost of living adjustment. I feel like this is a lot of uh, inside baseball here. I mean, it, it just and just to be. And what's your name again, sir? Just, Patrick Patrick Marquez. Okay, so Patrick, and I appreciate you calling. Uh, I mean, these are a lot of conversations that I can't say that the public is actually privy to. Uh, it sounds like this is some of the quote unquote goings on within union membership. I mean, we've been sort of scrambling on about uh, five or six topics uh, here, and none of it seems to be going to a head. This sounds like it's more cultural. So, what is it that you're looking to fix? How can I help? Um, and uh, what do okay, you think so about this mayor's race? Give me some direction because this is just this is all, this is, is a lot of venting. Reach out to the fire department. Reach out to ATD. Okay. APD and, and AFD, they got a lot of they got a lot of tenor in this town. And Wes one's the only thing I could give Teller props on is that he backed the fire department. And they got this, that, and the other thing. But guess what? We're not getting paid. We're not getting paid that we put into. And that goes to the legislature, and that also goes with the city council. That also goes with the city of Albuquerque and IAF in reference to the retired firefighters. Okay. Us leaving our losing our colas, our pensions, how are we gonna secure that baby? Number two, and that's what I'm saying. Between APD and between Albuquerque Fire Department, Eddie, you got to pound them. You got to pound them. You got to pick up the phone and say, hey, where do I stand with you guys? How are we going to solve these problems? Okay. What's a bigger problem? Uh, And I don't mean to be disrespectful to you. um, And I do think that everybody should get their colas based upon what they're doing. I'm not a big union guy. I grew up in a union. Um, I come from an iron workers union. My mother came from a United Food Workers uh, union. A lot of what I'm hearing is talking about, you know, you're you're being paid. I can tell you that there's a lot of private, and this is again nothing against you, Patrick. You're a hard worker, and 
You care deeply well, about this. Guy. Can I finish? I was a business guy in Albuquerque. I, I had I had businesses in right, Albuquerque. Okay. I, let's just let's unload just for the time being, just us, okay? Let me just okay. kind of put things in perspective. And you know, one of the things that's a problem, a constant cultural problem in New Mexico is is everything is about whatever that person is talking about. And it's it's it get it turns people into being very desensitized towards what you're doing. So you're making your case, and I got to tell you, I'm not exactly buying it. Okay, I'm not buying it. You're telling me that I need to go kiss APD's ass and AFD's ass, and you know Keller's doing this, and if I give you that, then you're going to give me your vote. I got to tell you, I mean, the city's a lot bigger than just their RAFD and our APD, and I have a great relationship with both, but particularly APD. Okay, so let's 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 just keep that in perspective because. There's been a lot of private citizens who've been hassled by both of those institutions who've been working on behalf of Michelle Lujan Grisham. And I can tell you that if I'm your mayor, which I hope to be, if I see any of the Albuquerque Fire Department going into any of these small businesses to shut them down or to go into any of these occupancy things, I can tell you I'm going to have a problem with you firefighters because that is not your job. Your job is not to go through and figure out occupancy limits and figure out what's safe and to, you know, throw a uh, uh, face mask over everyone to make things safe. That's not what I'm looking for. The same goes for Albuquerque police department. Okay. And I'm all, again, I want to reiterate, I'm all for your colas. You know, you're all worried about the, uh, who's going to replace Manny, the stuff I'm not worried about. Cause I don't think Manny's going anywhere. I really, I really don't think that. Okay. Now in terms of dealing with the union, there's been a lot of people who've been out of work. We had a massive unemployment. You guys did not lose a day of work. Not one. You guys did not lose a paycheck. Not one. Albuquerque Police Department did not lose a day of work. Not one. The Albuquerque Police Department did not lose a paycheck. Not one. I want you to think about what you're saying in perspective to the rest of the city of Albuquerque and what they're dealing with. Because these are the people, these are the people who are going to vote your Democrats out. Your Democrat union guys out. And I'm going to help them. Okay. And let me tell you something. You don't need a union to be treated fairly by me because I'm a very fair guy. And I can tell you, uh, we love, just like you see right behind me, our back the blue flag and uh, getting behind our Albuquerque Fire Department. I visited with these guys. And you know what? You wouldn't need a union had you been treated right, right from the very beginning. And the problem is it's created is your fire department and your brothers that are out there. You guys are out there putting and you know your guy up in uh, in Santa Fe. I'm not going to say his name. I like to refer to him as uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham's uh, little henchman. Is doing everything that they possibly can to put out every sign for every Democrat here in the state of New Mexico. I know for a fact I'm not going to get the endorsement of the uh, APD or the AFR. But that doesn't mean I'm going to work at cross purposes with them. Our city just needs something a lot bigger than worrying about how much money you're you're worrying or you're taking home. You're getting exactly what Democrats are. You're complaining about the very Democrats that you're going to get out there and likely elect. I'm asking you for the very first time for you, Patrick, to go back to the rest of your fire department today, today, and tell them that there's another way. We don't have to vote for our union. We don't have to vote for our brothers. We don't have to vote for our, we need to vote for our city because nobody knows anything about what you're talking about except for you and your people. And let me tell you, the politics in this town is controlled by a very small small group of people who think they're more important than the citizens of Albuquerque. And your people get paid directly from the citizens of the people of Albuquerque because they get paid by the government of which every single taxpayer and businesses 
are all paying into. So I'm going to leave it right there. I'll reach out to APD and AFD. I'm not going to be looking for a union endorsement. I'm not going to be looking for the backing of that. But I guarantee you, I have the backing and the respect of every police officer out there and every firefighter truly that's out there as well who cares about this community. Would you like to add anything to what you said? Yeah, well, I love it because, you know, I just wanted to bring it to the attention of your listeners that, you know what, there is conservative people out there, and there is a lot of us that are on social media, and we have this difference between the injection and the masks and all this other stuff and blah, 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 right? Well, don't stop, stop letting the union. You're, you have no, man- no, 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 you- I'm not knocking the union at all. No, I'm not knocking you. I'm talking about my brothers and sisters. Never mind the union. Never okay, mind good, the union. Never good. mind that all stuff. Right. I'm just talking about what's happening as far as us being members, being firefighters. And I just want to bring it out to the city, the, the, the attention to the city of Albuquerque, where there's solid waste, parks and rec. I ain't jiving you. I went to parks and rec. I went to zoning on a piece of property that I got with the city of Albuquerque. Oh, they, and they stalled you. Oh, bro, I'm telling you, man, they, this one guy told me I didn't have no credibility. I had to get in the shower stall at Lowe's just to chew him out. After that, I went back. I called the cop. I said, here's your credibility. Oh and our, I called the city, on it. Our city is a disaster, Patrick. Oh, it's that's, a, it's, a, it's that's a an absolute disaster. I mean, just think about having you to resolve things over conflict because people don't want to uh, understand. And you're the, you're the property owner. You pay the property taxes oh. on that going in every single time. And these guys, uh, these clowns at the <laughs> planning and zoning department, uh, who are in the political appointees. I'm not talking about the people who put in 25, 30 years, but the, the guys who are suddenly running the whole department have been there less than a year. They create that Same culture, thing. and it's a uh, it's an old boys network like no other. Same thing. That's just like the city council, you know, and uh, I spoke to Alan. I, I emailed Alan Amigo several times. He left me a message one time on a Friday afternoon, but... I, it's the same thing. The politics does not change in Albuquerque. So, Eddie, I give you props. I said, you know what? Let's go forward on it. I got to change my voting district from San Diego. There we go. I got property. You got you to you gotta change your you got to change your votes, period. I mean, this, this is what we have to do to get a hold of your fire department. I mean, Tim Keller's right now in KKOB. The only other guy they'll talk about is Manny Gonzalez. Both are Democrats. OK, nothing against Democrats per se. But that's all you guys are. Uh, all you guys have been pushing is nothing but Democrats. I'm giving. I come from the oldest Democrats that there is. But I'm a Republican, and we got to change the way that we think and change the way that we vote, Patrick. And if you would, I'm asking you to uh, go ahead and sign up and volunteer today. Be one of those firefighters that sticks out and goes to go to fightfor505.com. If you feel like sending money my way, please do so. Uh, I can tell you I will uh, do whatever I can to make sure that uh, you get your approvals for your planning, that you can do something with your property and make something happen because it's just sitting there. These, and it's, for these, the of the, it's, it's for the better of the city. It's for the better of the city. But, man, when, I mean, it becomes argumentative. Yeah, and yes. it, it's just awful. It's awful when you can't deal with them and they're not even – I mean, this COVID thing, they've just been able to take over everything. Yeah, there you go. That's it. There you go. And, yeah, I would never let uh, AFR – excuse me, uh, AFD or APD enforce any mask mandates or shut businesses down. I just wouldn't. Well, it, it just would not happen on my watch. I can tell you. Well, I look would, what they did with the, the, the fire cams. They did with that with the fire cams. They didn't accept no fire cams from Legacy Church. Because why? Because, yeah, the uh, unions. In fact, that was the first time, you know, Legacy Church has made a big donation 
you guys, I believe, like every year for like the last 10 years or something. They spent a huge amount of money making sure that you guys had funding for those fire camps. And because of politics and your guy that's up on the fourth floor with Michelle Lujan Grisham, uh, Diego Alacon. Sorry, I said his name. Sorry. Sorry. It's like, right. Uh, Because of that guy, that's you guys denied that stuff because the churches didn't want to go. Well, there it is. I mean, that might end up killing one of our firefighters unfortunately, because you guys don't have those fire cams to figure something out, all because Diego Aracón want to go ahead and play politics. Hmm. Didn't know that. Okay, well, Eddie, thanks for taking my call, and uh, like I said, I, I'm sure that, you know, I'm going to get some feedback on this or whatever, but it's <laughs> no big deal, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you'll get He's about to get feedback from me yeah, right now. The fire academy, they said, make your own SOBs, you know what I mean? Uh, so it's, yeah. it's all good, uh, so... Well, I've it's been, a pleasure speaking example. to you. It really is. I'm so glad you called. I'm so glad you, I mean, I could tell you, I mean, let me just encapsulate the conversation, Patrick. As you're going through this and you're talking about stuff, literally that wasn't translating into anything for anybody. Dad was looking at me probably with blinders in there. I was like, what, what, what is he talking about? This guy, Greg things. Chavez and Manny yeah, Gonzalez, like all the, <laughs> no. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, the union at that time, Greg Chavez, and Ben Schultz, um, what was his name? Uh, chief, Chief, Chief. Uh, I can't snap his name right now. That's okay. Uh, we we don't mind if we forget some of our leadership. Did they or did they leave the office in a better place than they found? And I think that's kind of chief where it Grimm. is. Hey, do me a favor. Go sign up at 5for505.com, okay? We'll do, brother. Have All a right. great day. All yeah. right. That's good stuff. There you go. The union member. How did? How do you like that there, Dowd? Uh, I, what you just heard is what I've been fighting for 29 years, ladies and gentlemen. I, I do not speak for the Aragon campaign. Uh, me, 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 my cola. What are you doing for me? Uh, I, I would have loved to have asked Patrick when he retired, if he retired at 65 or 67 or 75, like or someone in the prior, or, or exactly, or 45. Uh, I can't, I, I don't speak for the Aragon campaign. What Eddie said, you guys did not lose a day of work, not one, close quote, was brilliant. People in the public sector enjoy job security. That is, uh, not in any way comparable to people in the private sector. I'm, I'm literally, Eddie, right now looking at the fire department contract for the city of Albuquerque. Longevity pay, automatic raises, paid leave for bereavement, paid leave for sick, paid oh. leave for vacation, the ability to cash out your unused paid leave. The city, meaning the taxpayers, cover 80% of the premium for uh, the firefighters' uh, health, dental, and vision plans. Uh, that's not what happens in the private sector. And when you whine about uh, your COLA in the, in, in, for your defined benefit pension, which is a payment made to you for the rest of your life, even if you retire at 45, a whopping 3% of people in the private sector, the people who actually produce the wealth in this country, a whopping 3% have access to defined benefit retirement plans. That's according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, March 1st, 2021. 3%. Spare me your whining about your colas, retired government workers, okay? This is what I've been fighting, Eddie, my whole life. Maybe this is a wonderful man. Maybe he's a great husband, great kids, great grandfather, you know, whatever. He may be a wonderful person, but he is completely clueless about the reality of public sector compensation and private sector compensation. All right. So I'm going to ask you just on, on my behalf uh, here, which I think is a good I'll rant. say it again. I don't work for the Eric Yeah, but well, you can say that all you want. But I do have uh, access to your microphone over here on the left. So I can. <laughs> when, when was I cut off? <laughs> you weren't. Uh, but here's what, I, here's what I would say is in terms of handling his issues and his phone call and putting in perspective for the people, mm-hmm. you know, that's the skill set that we can bring like nobody else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that I can bring like nobody else to the mayor's office and giving people a perspective of both sides and, you know, keeping what's important important. 
you know, and, and you were part of that frustrated part of our audience out there who's hearing about this and you're like, my gosh, you know, look at what's happening in uh, Afghanistan. Look what's happening to the economy. Look at what's happening overall to everything. And, you know, that's what people need to hear. They need to know that someone is, uh, <laughs> is able to keep things in perspective uh, for everybody out there. That's what leadership is. It's vision. It's balance. It's keeping people, you know, um, you know, directed in the, in the, in the right way. And I, I think that our city has completely and totally lost that. I mean, mm-hmm. during this time when we were ramping up and things were growing and the rest of the world's on board with business, we're figuring out way how to slow things down, yep. telling people they yep. make yep. too much oil, make too much money, <laughs> war on class. Uh, you know, you have to get these ridiculous plastic bags now that come out. I mean, it's just the, the priorities are just absolutely d- disgusting. So, you know, when Patrick comes in, you know, we got to pull people out of their foxholes. I certainly have done that, but, you know, he was talking way so much inside baseball and we have to have those conversations with our APD and the, the, uh, Albuquerque fire department. This is why there is a, I don't want to say a low approval rating, but this is why people are so disenchanted with their institutional servants. Mm -hmm. And it's not the institutional servants per se. It's just, they get so caught up in the uh, sort of internal drama Mm -hmm. and it gets really, and and I can sit there and listen to that all day, but it's just burning my time. It's just absolutely burning my time and burning. And kudos to you for not pandering like most politicians. I've listened to uh, whatever you want at a town hall, at an event, whatever problem (laughs) is just, Oh, oh, contact my legislative liaison. We'll get that worked out for you. You're you're trying to explain Uh, to this guy, there's other issues at work here that are beyond just you or just me. Well, there's no perspective. Yep. Yep. I was writing it down. I got to the bottom of this and I felt like if I'm ask, getting asked this question on a mayoral debate stage, like uh, this was just here to burn my time and yep. make me look bad. Right, right, right. You know, right. so I just let him go on and on. And he talked himself into something that he was only he was concerned about. But there you go. There's a volunteer for my campaign. Fight for 505. Fight for 505.com. We want to get to 43,000 folks. Can you guys help me? Can you guys help me do that? I would love to see you guys help me, please. Uh, let's change the city. It's not going to take much. Uh, do you want to pay and have a, uh, a a bad city overall, or do you want to go ahead? Let's see how many uh, donations we have. Look, you guys, you guys are beautiful. We're over forty thousand. Thank you very much. Uh, and if you want to um, donate, uh, uh, scroll down to the blue button. It says "Donate yeah. the Campaign" in all caps. You can't miss it. Don't don't say anything else about the campaign. Remember, you're not on the campaign. Oh, uh, well, I'm trying to serve the listeners. Many, <laughs> many of them are very interested in donating. If the texts and the calls can be believed. <laughs> Let's uh, go to weather. And tra- I'll take your calls after the break. Texts and calls. Uh, I mean, excuse me. Weather and traffic. Let's go to Rudy Grande. All right, let's put things together. We're going to start with the weather. Looks like a slight chance of rain tonight. Much better chance Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Right now, though, 87 degrees at the Rock of Talk. And it uh, looks like they cleared the accident on Paseo del Norte westbound between the river and uh, Coors Road. However, the deed is already done. It is bumper to bumper. Back to the I-25. Yep, Alameda is pretty well sold out as well. Getting to the west side. That's just going to be a bit of a challenge tonight, so budget in a little extra patience. If you're on I-25 southbound, not a lot of fun. From uh, Osuna south to just about Comanche, you're under 30 miles an hour. And uh, it's starting to improve on the northbound side between Gibson and Central. Uh, looks like it's also uh, running pretty smoothly right now as you make your way across the river on Rio Bravo into the South Valley. All right, this traffic report is brought to you by El Taco Tote on Central across from the historic Highland Theater. Taco Tote has this incredible 
meal deals that you can see online by going to tacos.theplaceilike.com. It will feed five people. Go ahead and eat it at Taco or take it home. But there it is, tacos.theplaceilike.com, Taco Tote on Central across from the historic Haddon Theater. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. All right, uh, 533, good job, Rudy Grande. All right, let's go into this. Uh, and maybe they gripe about not getting cola increase because they go into burning buildings and get shot at without really good benefits. Why do such a danger, dangerous job? If you think their benefits are poor, you're not paying attention, sir. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that um, other than to say that, you know, obviously you could never pay me enough to be a police officer. So In this I city? Think, well, no, just anywhere, period. I just... You know, that takes a special type of person. I would I would not I'm not that type of person. You couldn't pay me enough to be a police officer. You know what I'm saying? It's just that's the way that I value things. So in in my opinion, uh, I don't want to hear about like all of the other retirement benefits with you guys with seventy, eighty percent the rest of their life. I mean, I just I don't want to hear about it. It's something that, hey, you know, these guys are doing it not for that. They're doing it because of the vocation of the job. They feel called. Ask police officers, ask fire department people. By and large, they've said that they always, since I was a kid, I wanted to be a fire department guy, I wanted to be a, a police officer. And the thing is, is they're not getting appreciated now. And so, you know, now, even back then, you couldn't pay me enough to go ahead and do it. My husband, my husband is a cop, she says. I'm biased. See, there you go. Okay. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And that's being honest. So I appreciate that uh, as well. We're going to treat them as fairly, but we also have to think about all the businesses that have been shut down by our institutional guys, our police officer. You know, I literally got carried out by BCSO, uh, the officers. Yes. Okay. And, and let me, let me tell you, I wish we had the video. You would literally vote for me for mayor based upon how I handled it. I've that. seen the video. Oh, it's not, I took it off. Oh, you did? Yeah. Cause I don't want to, I didn't want the, uh, restaurant to get any kind of bad publicity. Mm-hmm. I think someone has it saved somewhere. So anyway, um, <clears throat> sitting there eating, they walk in. And they decide my, my two kids are there and they put their gloves on, you know, and I was being a little snarky. I said, well, I'm not going to, I didn't talk to anybody that the place was practically empty, but the woman wanted to turn herself into a total mask. I'm not going to use the N word because I don't, it's unnecessary. And, um, seven, eight minutes later, BCSO sheriff showed up and then started putting on their white gloves because they were going to carry me out there. I said, that isn't going to happen. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I'm not afraid to be police officers. And, you're not going to make anybody else afraid in here either because I'm not a bad guy and neither are you. Both of us are doing something that uh, neither of us wants to do and it's really unnecessary. So my kids started crying. They directed me uh, outside and then I made the two police officers go and apologize to my kids. Oh, oh yeah. Not only did they... That wasn't on the video, I don't think. Was it? Yeah, yeah. I said, I told them. Yeah, I told them at the very end. I said... I need you to go to convince my kids because I tell my kids wherever they see officers to walk up to police officers and tell them to thank you for their service yep, yep. and all that they do. And they've done it for as long as I've Most respectful little yeah. boys I've ever met in my life. And, and, they, <laughs> and they were crying. And at the end, it was up to those two police officers to go and make two little boys, make them like the police uh, department once again. And that's really important. That's an important lesson. And they did. Re- they, they oh, did. absolutely. Okay, okay, that's to their they credit. Did. To their credit. Well, not to their credit. That's the right thing to oh, do. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just absolutely. Well, in 2021, we probably do have to reward people for doing things they should do. Things yeah. have gotten so bad in our country. All righty. You have been coming through the regs and have not found any indication that you are prohibited from disclosing to the public other donations are being spent. I will call the city clerk tomorrow just to verify. Yeah, I don't mind telling them. Uh, what I wanted to do was actually do it. Hmm. Uh, is kind of what I was doing. 
Uh, overnight homicide leaves one dead, one injured in northeast Albuquerque. Uh, Murder Mike, is that you? I sure is, Eddie. Okay, I'm hold, wearing my Murder hold. Mike t-shirt today. So. Oh, that's good. No, hopefully you're weathering other clothes as well. Hold on one sec, okay? <laughs> He's not in the studio today. <laughs> uh, here we go. Uh, let's see. We've got some really good events coming up, and we're going to get to those. We're going to check with Murder Mike right after the break. Uh, bravo, Eddie. I heard your conversation with Patrick. I love our men in blue and women in blue as well as AFD, but the unions are hurting them by backing Democrats. Bingo. You understood what I was doing. Mm. You understood exactly what I was doing. You were amazing on that call. Keep it up, Eddie. I mean, that's, that's, and if the situation is escalated, I'm like, I don't know what comes over me, but I am really good in escalated situations. In a debate situation, oh, I, I don't even, I don't even think twice. I am like in the moment right there like nobody else. Trust me. It's just Well, the, the texture makes a wonderful point, I think, that maybe needs a little more fleshing out, which is public employee unions or government employee unions overwhelmingly support far-left, progressive, Democratic Party people who implement policies that hurt the economy, which render uh, the governmental entities unable to get as much revenue as they need to cover all of those rich contracts that are given to government employee unions. So in a sense, you're 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 killing off your long-term best, best interest if you expect to keep getting that pension for the next couple of decades. So you're, you're really, it's, it's short-term gain for long-term immense pain. Uh, Dowd, you're the man. I don't know what that was for, but. <laughs> I think I know. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm the teacher, Stacy. You can text me. I must rename. Okay. Oh my God. Well, I can't say anything else. That's it. Um, so there we go. I appreciate you texting me, but that's it. Um, Oh my gosh, you guys are, some of you are viable. Um, 770 KKOB is so cringeworthy. I know yeah. only feature Democrats. Stover was the name of the police chief. Uh, Eddie, it's okay to still represent. You just try to stay off that George Lopez stick. You sound exactly like him. He's off the pity party. What are you talking about, dude? What are you, what are you even talking about? What pity party are you talking about? I don't feel sorry. I'll tell you straight what it is. I know you have issues with some of my texts, but I always try to be honest. My name is Matt. Uh, yeah, I pay a whole lot of attention. Hit me back. I'm all for American values, and I believe the Democratic Party is here to inspire civil war. Well, if you did, uh, you wouldn't be trying to tag me down. Go focus on them, bro. Uh, city is giving a Manny another hearing, according to Channel 4. <laughs> oh. When does he have time to campaign? He's always at government what hearing. What are you talking about campaigning? When does he have time to be sheriff? <laughs> That's, well, yeah, he already does have a job now that I think of it. Yeah, yeah he has a job. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, crime a we're at our 89th homicide. <laughs> My gosh. Uh, let's see. Any of what he chooses. Let's see. Eddie, about a week ago, you had a caller that, and their truck was damaged for posting Eddie Aragon. I've got an idea for safe campaigning flags for our cars. We can display them all over the city and state. We are driving. Uh, you buy the flags. I, I can't. The signs are $6.95 a piece, folks. The, the, the palm cards are 15 cents a piece. You want to go ahead and get that kind of stuff out there? Now you want me to buy a flag? I, I'm not complaining, but I can't spend $100 on flags all over the city. Those flags are going to be $60, $70. And it's going to take anywhere from four to six weeks just to turn those things around. We ain't going to have the time to do flags. Appreciate the. Most stuff. We could display them all over the city as we were driving, then take them off. <laughs> no. It, fly it on your, your car, and then, you know, we risk it. Uh, that's the way it is. Hate to say it. That's we, we risk it. Once you're the mayor of Albuquerque, you can fix the crime so we won't have to worry about this. I like that. That's very nice. Okay. Sorry, I'm so straight. 
Eddie, my mom is campaigning for you everywhere she goes. Oh, wow. She talked to her doctor and nurses during her appointment, explained why the two Democrats should not be mayor, then told them why you should be mayor and why they all should vote for you. Her actions are so powerful. Everybody who supports you can do the same. It would make a huge difference. I, I, I think that's such a mm. great text. It must be humbling. I, I will never run for office, but it must be humbling to get those kind of texts where people you may never even meet are telling you about people going out and campaigning for you. Uh, Dinah says, received my logo call after the show. Okay. So I gotta, I gotta go and get on the, the circuit with the people that I originally hired. Isn't that kind of, am I, is that beneath me? Not at all. Strange bedfellows. I'll, I'll be happy to do that. <laughs> I no longer. Eddie Breitbart is reporting that Deb Holland got married over the weekend in Santa Ana. Yes. You see all the no masking that she did? And then, uh, they had, um, what is that woman's name? The, uh, Pocahontas. What's her name? Oh, Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren was there. Nobody had masks at the whole entire event. Yep. Why didn't MLG arrest them? Because they're Democrats. Eddie, yes, we want New Mexicans to take care of our state and give New Mexicans notice. No more out-of-staters uh, that taketh and do not giveth back to we the people. I like that. That's pretty good. Uh, let's see. CWBC Chicago, a liquor store guard, shot a customer three times over no mask and killed him. Wow. Claimed self-defense over COVID-19. Expert, uh, wow. Oh my gosh. Over COVID-19 exposure, judge did not buy it, denied bond. Thank God. Uh, Eddie, I love it when our side slings mud, like you, true mud. Politics is kind of like fighting your sister. Sometimes you got to pull some hair to win. There's no shame in that, especially when your sister fights dirty like mine did. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Uh, yeah, too. Eddie, I'm uh, heartbroken. Just found out a couple hours ago my job is going to mandate the vax after 17 years of service. This is a slap in the face. If we had sensible politicians, this should be against the anti-discrimination -discrim law. Let's stop on that for a sec, okay? If you had just one politician who had the balls or the backbone enough to fight this and stick his neck out or her neck out for you and took it to the nth degree, let me tell you, they would think twice and you mounted, and you notice that zero of the politicians are out there. In fact, they're saying, this is why I got the back. And you're literally seeing Republicans do this. Oh, big time. And, and they're going out. I think you just sent me one. Jim Townsend last week, yeah. Uh, but yeah. but that, I don't think that was a problem. I think, you know, he's he's older, um, but he said about choice. And then well, I think you had, what, Jay Block. I believe Jay Block retweeted. Yeah, so Younger, you have those kind of things. Yeah. Uh, look, whether you do it or whether you don't do it, it is ultimately your choice. And if you're vaxxed and you don't have to worry about anybody else, that isn't. If you're masked, then you don't have to worry about anybody else that isn't. If you're taking care of yourself, you don't have to worry about else, about anybody else that isn't taking care of yourself. But now, unfortunately, you do because these people are going to cram this stuff and you just have some really bad politician, Jim Townsend aside. Um, I do not reserve the same for the second person that you mentioned um, based upon the belief in total and complete bias on uh, KKB. Not only was Jay Block on there on Wednesday, also came and I bought him a beer Wednesday night, sat in front of him. And then he told me what a great job I did and how I beat Manny Gonzalez and all this kind of stuff. Then proceeded after being asked about the uh, mayoral stuff and then bashed Steve Pierce and bashed his opponent, Greg Zanetti, uh, on that. And I said, well, you're I literally texted him and while he was on there with Eric Strauss, where they were totally biasing. And I literally told them, I said, you're a total disaster. You're a mess. Because wow. it's really unnecessary to take shots at this point. At this point, you're just trying to build name recognition, and you're trying to go out there and say who you are. That's that's the focus. Like establishing name recognition. I mean, he doesn't have that luxury. 
that I do. I have zero need to establish any name recognition. Like, there's the reason why people hate me is because they know who I am, or the reason why people love me, they know who I am. Yeah. Yeah. One time, weren't you with a giant group of people that said that, oh, that idiot, you know, right? Like, isn't that before uh, you even even met you, me? As, as as I have enemies, you have enemies as well. I know, but, <laughs> but that was a giant group of people, right? That yeah, like but, every yeah, single not, person just not, couldn't say one nice thing, yeah. and I had helped every single one of those people at some point. Um, but in terms of Jay Block, has he renounced his endorsement of Manny? No, no, he's still okay, behind just, him. Yeah, yeah. Just asking for the listener. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, after seventeen years of service, a slap in the face. We had sensible politicians. This should be anti-discrimination law. I agree. Uh, Eddie, pro tip for people wanting to create their own fight for 505, Albuquerque, Eddie for mayor flag. Use glass chalk pen and write it on your vehicle back and or side window. Pretty much no cost. Mobile advertising. We're we're getting the advertising for you, so, uh, just so you know. True it's grassroots political all action. All right here. They've helped so many people. With the four pillars of your campaign, want to spread it word on Facebook for you. We're putting out everything on Wednesday when we launch all the signs. So we're going to do everything all at once. So be on the lookout for that, fightfor505.com. Uh, and then, uh, Chris, you're a godsend for what you've done. For the and record, look, folks, I've seen the bumper stickers. They're not, beautiful. They're, they're not a little tiny little Apple uh, logo in the corner. It, it, they're big and bold and red, white, and blue. <laughs> they, are, they are red, white, and blue. And if you blue. love Eddie, uh, you will be proud to put one on your vehicle. There we go. All right, 546, back in four. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy. And if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering from plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. 
Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683, 883 883- Make Sugar Hollow Assisted Living a home away from home experience for your loved one. In the historic Albuquerque Country Club neighborhood, Sugar Hollow is beautiful and peaceful with one of Albuquerque's lowest resident to caregiver ratios. Home cooked meals, activities, medication assistance, boutique style care with a focus on dignity and quality of life. Visit Sugar Hollow by calling 270-0801. Dignity and trusted care. Sugar Hollow, 270-0801. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994 2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams real estate group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. No matter where your journey starts, it will end at Ann Matthews Bridal, where you will get to say yes to the dress. The Ann Matthews selection from nine top designers, including the Disney collection to 18 different lines, brings the shopping experience of New York and Dallas right here to Albuquerque. Call 890-3736 for your own personal shopping experience. Ann Matthews Bridal, 890-3736. Located across the street from Coronado Center at 6121 Manal Boulevard. All right, time to put things together, starting with the weather. Slight chance of rain tonight, better chance Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, and 87 at the Rock of Talk. 
All right, again, they cleared the accident of Cerro del Norte westbound between the river and Coors Boulevard. The drive's still pretty stubborn all the way back to I-25, and everybody just said, you know what, let's do Alameda today. That's, that was also sold out I-25 into Rio Rancho. And a lot of folks also said, yeah, I got a better idea. Let's do Montano. Hmm, tough stuff, Montano westbound from 2nd Street over to 4th, and then again from Rio Grande Boulevard up to uh, Coors Boulevard. You know what, if you're on... Uh, Montano, go ahead and cut on second north, and you'll probably avoid a whole lot of time. All right, this traffic report brought to you by Sunny Side Up on Manal at Louisiana next to the Sheraton. They have an amazing menu that now includes the pineapple coconut pancake. That's my favorite. you got to go get that. That is incredible. Sunny Side Up, and check out the incredible 50% off coupon at sunny.theplaceilike.com. Sunny Side Up. We're up to date. Let's dive into the Rock of Talk. Oh, my God. We are riding the wave. We've got... Uh Wow, we are forty thousand six fifty five, folks. That's forty thousand six fifty five. So we are trying to get to forty three thousand. This is uh, pretty good. Um, we are two thousand three hundred forty five dollars away from making that happen, ladies and gentlemen. A stellar broadcast with over one hundred and seventy two donors uh, in all. You guys are jumping on board, supporting us, and we appreciate that. Uh, Supporting me in our campaign, fightfor505.com. That's fightfor505.com. If I sound a little subdued, it's just because I'm very pensive. Remember, I'm managing campaign, doing this, doing the business, doing everything that we do. And then we're also dealing with, what, 89 murders on the year. Uh, we're going to get to that in about two seconds. Murder Mike is still there. Boy, he's just like, wait, 2,345. Um, yeah, you can go ahead and RSVP for me. Uh, they have to answer my emails over people who are listening at the very same time who are working on my yeah. <laughs> Wait, didn't you hear that? Didn't you hear that? So here is the actual city clerk statement. I can't even believe that I'm reading this. This is just <laughs> hilarious. Uh, okay, for immediate release, uh, this is to Miriam Deemer from the city of Albuquerque, one Albuquerque, and then Burke is uh, featured there. City clerk statement regarding the public uh, financing hearing. Did, have you ever seen a mayoral campaign like this in your life? <laughs> like you're just, you're like, you'll just, how many times do you want to get kicked in the stomach, hit in the face, but still beg for the public just money? Just go away, Manny. We're sick of you. <laughs> just, like how many times could you possibly just beg for the money? City clerk statement regarding public financing hearing. In response to media inquiries, city clerk Ethan Watson issued the following statement concerning the next steps for a hearing regarding public financing. Following uh, the district court ruling last week, I have elected to afford Sheriff Gonzalez a hearing during which he can address the matters related to whether he met the requirements to be certified for public financing. I'm, I'm like laughing. That hearing will be held Wednesday morning. <laughs> so no ruling today. Hearing Wednesday. And I provided Mr. Gonzalez the attached notice to ensure that he understands the issues that will bear on my decision. But a meeting can be viewed on GOV TV. I'll make my decision on whether to certify Mr. Gonzalez by the end of the day on Friday. So you got to wait all the way until Friday for that. Dang. Dang. That is bad. 
they'll literally be at that point 60 days until the election. Can't make this stuff up, folks. Can't make it up. 550, 5500. Let's check on, uh, well, not weather and traffic. Let's uh, go to Murder Mike. Murder Mike, uh, the weekend. You have about uh, 10 minutes to cover all the goings on from over the weekend. It was a busy weekend. Thanks for being here. It was a busy weekend. That, that is for sure. I'm telling you, <laughs> uh, I, I pulled about an all-nighter so many times. I don't know whether I'm up or down. <laughs> uh, here, I'm going to start off with Friday night. Friday night, Saturday morning, uh, 12:30 a.m. We had two identical or two shootings occurring at the same time. One was uh, a victim that uh, wandered into the Gibson Medical Center with a gunshot wound uh, to the abdomen and needing of help. They called rescue for him. And at exactly the same time, at 12.30 a.m., Mesa Verde Park in the 500 block of Tennessee, at, and that's at Tennessee and Marquette, calls came in reporting a man that was shooting randomly at people in the area. One person was injured uh, and taken to UNMH with non-life-threatening injuries. And then at 0200, this is our number 89, homicide number 89 of the year. At 02 a.m., shootout occurred in the 400 block of Tennessee Northeast. Officers arrived on the scene after getting reports of multiple gunshots in the area. And when making a welfare check, police find one man dead and another man with non-life threatening injuries that went to UNMH by private conveyance. So that's number 89. So Saturday was relatively quiet. Uh, New Mexico State Police, along with APD and BCSO, uh, conducted a DWI checkpoint at Constitution and Eubank. There were four DWI arrests occurred there. And later that evening, we had a vehicle that ran into a house. The driver fled the scene, so he wasn't injured too bad. So a quiet evening Saturday, relatively speaking. But Sunday, here we go. Shootings all over the place. 4.35 p.m., a shooting occurred on Tyson Place Northeast, unknown injuries. At 6.35 p.m., a shooting occurred in the Northwest Area Command. It was a drive-by. No injuries were reported. And at 7.05 p.m., this is a killer. I'm trying to figure out how to, I was trying to, figure out how to word this. At 7.05 p.m., a shooting kidnapping occurred when the biological mother shot the grandmother who had custody of the juvenile child, kidnapped the child. Both mother and child are still outstanding as, as far as we know. And then at 5.30 p.m., Claremont and Carlisle at the McDonald's where a man was attacked by a man attacked a customer with a machete. And at 7 p.m., Pennsylvania and Montgomery. This is all in one day? This is all in one day. That's like a a period of like four hours. Yeah. And there's more. At at 7 p.m., Pennsylvania and Montgomery, a bystander was attacked by a man with a machete. Injuries were non-life-threatening in both cases. And we also had an attempted home invasion later that evening. (laughs) Sunday was a pretty busy day. Getting down to some stats here, um, on Friday we had uh, six shootings. Zero on Saturday and four on Sunday, making a total of 10 shootings for the weekend. There was three stabbings over the weekend. The shots fired calls. There was 11 on Friday, 13 on Saturday, and 12 on Sunday, making a total of 36 shots fired calls over the weekend. And that's basically from uh, Friday night at 7 o'clock, off and on over the weekend. Uh, of course, I was on at night from 10 o'clock till about 3.30 or 4 in the morning every night. So 
that's when it's usually seems to happen. Um, there was uh, three armed robberies. Two of them were armed robberies to an individual, making a total of five armed robberies for the weekend. On uh, Friday, there was five assaults. Saturday, four assaults. And Sunday, there was seven assaults, making a total of 16 assaults over the weekend. Uh, only four of them were aggravated. The rest were simple assaults. Uh, drunks, there was 10 altogether. Overdoses, there was uh, three on Friday, two on Saturday, and two on Sunday, making a total of seven. And uh, nine echoes, there was three, or unconscious, not breathing, were three on Saturday and three on Sunday. Domestic disturbances, there was a total of eight. Uh, vandalism to property, there was seven. Rescue calls, This was there was one rescue call for a person that had, uh, had an adverse reaction to the COVID vaccine. And uh, suicides, there was two on, none on Friday, two on Saturday, and none on Sunday. So a total of two for the weekend. Commercial uh, residential burglaries, there was five. And disturbances, just as anything goes, a total of 26. So let's kind of look at the the weekend, Eddie. What do you think? Yeah, um, unspeakable. I don't know how to react. Those uh, Dowd sitting, uh, sitting here feverishly. Let's read him back, uh, Dowd, with what you have. Uh, that, I, that's got to be the worst weekend I've heard about in a while. Thank God there was only one uh, homicide. We're at 89 homicides uh, for the year, but we'll push over uh, through 100. Uh, by the beginning of, uh, you know, probably by the beginning to the middle of October, mm-hmm. no doubt about that. Ten, ten total I, shootings, I so, yeah. three total stabbings. We had, I think Mike said, 36 shots fired. Shots fired yep. uh, five total armed robberies. And we had, what, 16 assaults over the whole weekend. And um, domestic disturbances, eight, uh, vandalism to property, seven. Eddie, I like the two suicide calls. That's low for a, for a three-day, yep. you know, three-day period. That, that, that is low. And then overall, the again, these are these are really. Uh, I have to uh, may, uh, state the point that these are low numbers because I'm not listening all the time. So on the times when I'm not listening, these same calls are still going on. I'm just not hearing them. So these are relatively conservative numbers. I'm sure the numbers are. If you were to get an accurate accounting from whoever has the agency can tell us this, uh, there would be a. It would be a little bit of a difference. So, Mike, are are uh, over the long weekend, over the Labor Day weekend, is that traditionally high crime or, or low crime? That is traditionally going to be high crime, especially in the DWI department. So, oh yeah, you, we had twelve. We had twelve thing. DUIs this weekend. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Was it wasn't it twelve or thirteen? They set up over on. I want to say Constitution. Was it Wyoming and Constitution? I think they uh, nabbed well, they nabbed yeah. thirteen DUIs in a period of like four hours. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah I mean, any one of those could have been a potential death. Any one of those could have been a potential death. So that's uh, we we don't know what we're saving every single time we have it. I mean that's a that's a speeding bullet at, at uh, whatever speed they're going at. And as you're flying down, I got to tell you, I get scared because I drive usually in the right lane and I'm kind of slow, um, unless I'm bolting someplace right that I actually need to get to because I'm normally on my phone, right? Always talking on the phone now. <laughs> So uh, the, we got to go ahead and and uh, and keep those out. I hope they do more uh, blitz um, here, uh, saturation checkpoints. I think that's a good thing. Is that just Michelle Lujan Grisham? Is that the the state police that's doing that? Because that can't be the APD, right? She'll take credit for it. <laughs> I'm sure. it, it was a it 
was a. They should pull uh, her over with all her both, fists of whatever agencies. she's got in her governor's mansion. What's that, Mike? Oh, it was a combination of uh, APD, state police, and SO combined. Okay. Uh, kind of multitask agencies. Okay. Good. Good work. Thank you, sir. Thanks for staying on that. All right. Thanks, Eddie. All right. Good. Good work. Gotta love Bob. Good to know Mike's still out there. Oh, and he's fighting hard. Let's check on weather and traffic. Uh, actually, I'm going to cut to break, then bring it back for weather and uh, traffic uh, right here in the Kiva. Thanks for listening. 605, back and forth. Because you can't help the slack floating downstream. I'm taking my time. Oh, so let her go. Don't start spoiling the show. It's a bad dream. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. Looking for a full-service landscaping company that can design, build, and maintain your landscape? True West Landscape is the company for you. Whether you are a property manager or homeowner looking for that quality weekly service, True West is here to help. Contact the True West team of professionals today so we can show you our quality service options at 505-395-7770, 505-395-7770, or visit online at truewestgroup.com. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manola, Louisiana. Breakfast and lunch at Sunny Side Up. You know, it just doesn't get any better. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's the place I like dot com. Auto thieves make stealing your vehicle a priority. We make preventing your vehicle from being stolen ours. Revelco NM dot com. 505-550-4994. 505-550-4994. Hi, this is Ava, and I love sitting on the Monroe's patio just enjoying some chips and salsa. And I'm Stella. I love the fresh air. And enchiladas and tacos. Hey, Grandpa, what about the fresh air? Ooh, and some red or green chili with a cool beverage. And the fresh air? Oh, Grandpa, this is the best meal. It is delicious. Hey, guys, what about the fresh air? And And what what about about the fresh fresh air? air? We are going to Monroe's in the Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. This is why people from all over go to JJ's Premier Tire and Services. This is Josefo from Santa Fe. I just blew a tire in my trailer. I was on my way to Albuquerque, and I stopped at JJ's. So glad I did. The manager came over right away, quoted me an amazing price, and they had it in stock. No waiting. Within minutes, I had a new tire. Ready to go. I have a fleet of trucks, and I've never received this kind of service from anybody. I'll be back. JJ's is your complete automotive repair center. From oil changes, brakes, alignment, air conditioning, to repairs on your engine to keep you safe on the road, JJ can do it. Hi, I'm JJ, and we've built our reputation on honest, fair-priced auto repair. And we can service any car, light truck, or SUV. When we service your vehicle, we'll do it right. Trust JJ's Premier Tire and Services on San Antonio, just west of Wyoming. Call 821-5771. That's 821-5771. Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy the safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with the purchase of a shell and liner. Visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Linings. 
Albuquerque-based Pluma Construction Systems provides a full suite of commercial construction services and residential remodeling. Pluma Construction is a service-disabled, veteran-owned small business. Visionary Tony Robbins said, setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the visible. Whether you are training to run a marathon, starting a new business, or training soldiers, you need to be committed to making that vision a reality. Set clear goals. Be determined and purposeful in achieving them. Back it all up with unshakable self-confidence. If you radiate enthusiasm and are truly excited about what you're doing, people will be naturally drawn to you. The other final ingredient is humility. Proverbs 16.9 says, In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. In the grand plan of life, if you are spiritually grounded, you will have success because you know who you are and that there is a God and you are not Him. This Leadership Minute was brought to you by Pluma Construction Systems. To discuss your construction project, call 505-345-0755 or visit plucys.com. All right, let's uh, put things together, and we're going to start with the weather as we get into this third hour of the Rock of Talk. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande, looking like uh, the rain chance is diminishing but not on Wednesday. Going to be pretty heavy rain Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, they tell us. As far as right now, 87 degrees at the Rock of Talk. Listen, thanks to everyone that's listening. I'm glad that you took the uh, suggestion we had. Montano westbound was really awful from Edith all the way over to 4th Street. I said, why don't you take second on up to Paseo, save you a bunch of time. Now, all of a sudden, the only slowdown on Montano is well up ahead from the river over to Coors Road. And things are improving on Paseo del Norte, the scene of the earlier accident past the river is gone, and we're going to find that accident on central west of Atrisco also cleared up. This traffic report is brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services. Meal preparation, cognitive assistance, they're ready to help the folks out in any way they need just to make things a little bit comfortable. And I've got to tell you, if you are taking care of uh, the elderly, they have respite care. That's a great thing. You want to call them and find out what that is. Go to home care, all one word, dot the place I like dot com for amazing grace personal care services. All right, there we are. We're up to date. Let's dive into the rock of God. Well, I'm running down the road trying to loosen my load. I got seven women on my mind. Four that want to hold me, two that want to stone me, one says she's a friend of mine. Take it easy. Take it easy. Man. 606 in the 505 with more 411. One week ago, I was in Winslow, Arizona. Yeah, great place. Running down the... I think literally there's a t-shirt that you can get there. Running down the corner in Winslow, Arizona. Such a fine sight to see. All right, so we need $1,895 to close up shop uh, here. So let's go ahead and uh, do that here before we get through so many people texting in. Rudy Rio is always putting it together. Hope he's using the destructions. <laughs> Rudy doesn't need no instructions. This is the text of the. This is the, this is the text of the year. You ready? I, I really, uh, really wish we could, you know, do this. Still tip your chopos and sharpen your machetes. <laughs> your machetes. Still tip your chopos. Do you know what chopos are? No, I know what a machete your, is. I've used them my whole life. Chopitos. Oh, okay. Your uh, your 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 chanclas, okay. right? Is, I mean, it's kind of the same. Chanclas are are more flip flops. Ah. you know, like Burks. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. that's 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 more chanclas. And chopitos are like, you know, your little sleep, your little sleep uh, uh, sandals. Soft right? ones, yeah. Yeah, those. <laughs> Two aggravated machetes. Aggravated overdoses, bro. These guys love it. 
Darn, your traffic guy is great. He hit the song post all afternoon. Wow. You do, Rudy. Consummate professional. Yeah, way to go, Rudy. Thinking about bigger picture in the mayoral election, Eddie. That picture of Biden clutching his notebook is the picture of hate and voting against somebody. In the mayoral election, let's vote for a manager, not a politician. I'm voting for Eddie. You know what would be nice if you didn't have to even do any of that stuff? Go, Eddie. All right. That's a good one. Thank you. I, I got to reach out to all these people. Uh, almost like Chicago this weekend. Damn, man. Uh, Eddie. <laughs> Manny the Mooch. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> Typical Democrat. Wow. Manny the Mooch. Hey, stop trying to mooch on me, bro. <laughs> We might have to start playing own. that Cab Calloway song, Minnie the Moocher. Own. Get your own, man. Come on. These are my chicharrones. Hi, Eddie. I'm reminding everyone who signed your petition to donate and or volunteer. We'll be doing that this evening. So we wanted to kind of see how this whole thing went out. And uh, I will tell you that I'm not trying to take all the air in the room. I'm very capable of that by walking into any room. But uh, that's not what I'm trying to do with the election right now. I'm trying to set things up. I literally am the campaign manager. I know. I know. Hard to believe. I'm from, not even from pay- campaign manager to city manager. Not even paying myself. <laughs> That's right. Some candidates be- do pay themselves. Do they really? <laughs> Can you even do that? I think it depends on the jurisdiction. That's but, yeah. stupid. That is, that is stupid. <laughs> right there. Uh, hi, Eddie. More money, everyone who signed your petition to donate and or volunteer. Hey, Eddie, my job is mandating the VAX. However, here in Arizona, there is no central database. They can verify the information. So we can be creative to provide the information they request. Uh, I cannot tell you the number of times that I walked into a place and they requested contact tracing that I put down my name. I never did, not one time. I put down Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. Uh, I've never put down a name. I have never. There's nothing there. Um, Hey, Based upon the donations that Manny got and being a fourth degree felony, you guys have already heard, that's going to get delayed till Wednesday and Friday, which is very interesting. Do Do you know what a fourth degree felony is? Under 33A 3.1, the first conviction of aggravated stalking, a fourth-degree felony. Second or subsequent aggravated stalking, a third-degree felony. So here we go. So here's fourth-degree felony aggravated. Uh, the possible statutory sentence uh, for fourth-degree felony, uh, meaning the first con- uh, conviction is 18 months 18 in prison. 18 months. Yeah. In addition to the imposition of basic sentence of imprisonment, the court may impose fines of $5,000, not to exceed $5,000. In addition to any punishment imposed, the court must... Or the defendant to participate and complete a program of professional, well, whatever. So there it is. That's fourth degree felonies. Again, I didn't realize. That's like half of Facebook now, right? Stalking. Oh. <laughs> Install a vato today. He said he's sick and tired of the BS. He's voting for Aragon. <laughs> I can't even stop it. Like, their voice is just coming straight through the text. <laughs> like, as soon as I read it, I already know to read it in that. And there's got to be some sort of weird, like, intelligence coming through the phone. Yeah, yeah. Right? You're That's channeling. Like, you're channeling. So I'm channeling. <laughs> I'm, I'm challenging your inner vato, no? <laughs> right. Awesome. <laughs> Fourth degree, put some ice on it, bro. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want to put some ice on that. <laughs> this is too much fun. Oh, my gosh. I love this city. You, I do, love, you I, do. You do. No I, one can question that. I, I love this city. I love the. My mom made some sopa pias. Oh, don't my, tell me you, that. Yeah. Oh, you oh. you got to have them hot. Any leftovers? Hot and fluffy. Yeah. No, you don't want the leftovers. In like the like day old donuts. Yeah. yeah. There. No, they're not like day old donuts. They're much a little lot better. I don't, oh. I don't need a donut. Uh, 
I'm not a donut guy, but I'm a sopapilla guy all day. I've become a sopapilla guy. Really? With the honey? Have you ever heard of anybody? Have you ever heard of uh, sopapillas before you got there? Oh, not not here. They're unique to New Mexico. I've introduced my sister and brother-in-law to those, so I'm I'm spreading the word about sopapillas. Our state state bread should be the sopapilla. (laughs) Absolutely. Don't you think? Our state... um, She made that stuff, and let me tell you, we have that, and we have milk macaronis. Do you know what milk macaronis are? No. Um, I would refer to it away if it wouldn't offend a particular race, and I don't mean milk Hispanics macaroni. or Indians. Yeah. You get evaporated milk. Okay. Okay. And you get elbow macaroni. You get sure. those uh, American, and they're in those red band. Stick them in there. Put some milk. Throw, a, I don't know, about a three-quarter stick of butter in there. Boil that milk. Get those macaronis going. Put salt and pepper on them all day long. It's like cream gravy. Whoa. Dude, it's it's the best. Good. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you gotta you gotta stay away from each other after that. It's uh Oh well yeah. The after effect. <laughs> yeah, it's never never good. Uh, yeah, so uh, anyway, don't need to talk about any of that. Not for me. Family show. I, I have zero zero milk into I don't even think lactose intolerance is a thing, is it? It's it suddenly became a thing fifteen years ago. I mean. Really? The old Chris Chris Rock joke. Do you think anyone's lactose intolerant in a Rwanda? It's a, it's a first world problem. <laughs> That's Chris Rock, not me. Don't direct your calls and emails. Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> well, he was just saying he, he was talking about first you know first world complaints and problems. And you know, if you're starving, you don't really you're not really particular about what kind of food you have. <laughs> Jim. Uh, Jim Hammond, he's in Kauai now, and, and uh, he's hanging out there. You know, the big wine guy, six foot five. Oh. Yeah, did you know he's 70, 79 years old? Holy cow. Yeah, did, you want to know something about him? That's what a guy looks like who drinks red wine daily. Yeah. Oh, they say he, it's good he is in fabulous health. You'd have been proud of me. At the steakhouse, I had a half a glass of red wine. No. I did indeed. Are you serious? My sister and brother-in-law insisted, and I and he, he was paying for it, so I did everything Do I was told. you remember what kind of wine it was? Uh, blue-eyed boy, Shiraz from Australia. Australia. Yeah, that definitely sounds. Oh, that's Molly Duker. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Does he know about Molly Duker? They, they, I know they've wine. been to Australia many times. They like there Australian wine. Bingo. I nailed, nailed it. <laughs> you know who you're Yeah, doing. so uh, they mark up in those steakhouses about three times. What did you pay? Oh, 175 oh. <laughs> I, I, I didn't look at the bill. Yeah, so did <laughs> it was my birthday dinner. So it was, A spectator has this at 94. A okay. uh, succulent, juicy red huckleberry, plump blackberry, and blueberry preserve. Yeah, the blueberry was in it. Yeah, that yeah. Uh, show hints of salted dark yeah. chocolate, dried mm-hmm. violet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I detected those them. notes. I detected those notes. Did you? Did you? You guys have a. Uh, you're in a Suddenly, I've become a classy guy. All right, what do you want? <laughs> uh, beyond the generous fruit flavors is a structure of polished tannins uh, in the midst of all that, with hints of Palo Santo, um, dried herbs, tobacco, adding depth and intrigue on the finish drink now. So I met the uh, drink now through 46. Here's the strange thing about uh, Australian wines. I'm not going to go into full wine show here, but Australian wines, they're heavy. Like hmm. so, the word that you use in in wine uh, lexicon is hot. Okay, anything over fourteen and a half, it's like whoa, you can have one glass. Oh, and the difference between like a thirteen, you know, a Pinot, sure, sure. thirteen, thirteen and a half percent, and then you get the cabs, which are right, like floating around like fourteen or so. And then you get these Shiraz, or you get in you know the states, you get these um, big. Um, red Zinfandels, and I'm not oh. talking about like white Zinfandel, like when it makes it, oh. It's fruity. It tastes good. No, I'm talking about like a very heavy wine. 
those are 15 plus. Wow. And so what's really funny about this, I met the owners of this Molly Duker. It's funny that they had oh, wow. that. They work so hard. They got divorced. Um, but I used to hang out with them at the uh, wine bar in Vegas. Oh, okay. Very, very cool. Good people um, that were there. And that was uh, at the Rio. I don't know if the Rio's still even there. Did you Did you see it while you were there? Rio's still there. I was at the was steakhouse it? there a couple of years ago. We went to see Ten, Ten and, Ten and Peller, uh, Penn and Teller. And then we went up and went to the Voodoo Steakhouse at the top of the Rio. It was nice. Yeah, the Voodoo Lounge up yeah, there. Yeah. I, you know, I never went there the entire time I was with, there. With, with uh, pretty go-go girls dancing. And, you know, oh, boy, yeah. it was a wild scene. Never into that, I got to tell you. <laughs> I would, and the reason why I got turned off on all that stuff is because the guys would come in from out of town. It was like, it doesn't take you five days to go ahead and search for commercial real estate property in Vegas. They're doing other Especially things. Especially when I, and well, between golf and <clears throat> other things, I had to go. Adult take, recreation. Oh, I had to take care of these guys of while they're coming in on their, you know, their. Um, yeah, from Missouri. You what, said what they you fly in. The, and the jaunt or what do you, what do you call those? Uh, junket. Junket. Yeah, they take little junkets out to Vegas. I'm like, come on, guys. I'm like, who? Oh, so it was so easy to do deals for them. And the corporate guys would come into Vegas and we'd go and find and say, oh, just tell us which of the best three and uh, do analysis. We need a pro forma and blah, blah, blah. And here you go. So they're out the door. And then, you know, oh, Eddie, that was your, you're our hero. Uh, we can't wait to, for you to turn us on to Bears Best or, you know, Red Mountain or any of these other places again. We said, you know, Red Rock is mm-hmm. what it was. I so. see, I don't know. I see our future Eddie Aragon and D. Dowd Muska doing <clears throat> the Rock of Talk from the Las Vegas Strip. <laughs> maybe, maybe you know. Uh, when I was at Freedom Fest a couple of years ago, right from the strip, there, there were um, there was kind of Radio Alley, and they let yeah. you do a remote from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that might be a possibility from Freedom Fest. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'll uh, I'll be busy uh, managing a city. Uh, good point. You mm. can go do with all, right, all, all right. you want. I've live on. I've had enough recording. fun in my lifetime. It's time for me to <laughs> go do. I'm still looking to have fun. You, you're done with fun. I'm still uh, looking Eddie, have you read that uh, 38 page uh, pager on economic <laughs> development? Yeah. I'm like, no, but I'm so looking forward to it tonight. <laughs> uh, study of the importance of economic development factors affecting Albuquerque's economy is determined by business. I'll read that tonight. You did it live on the air last. Yeah. So we're going to have to do those type of things. So there it is. Blue-eyed boy. Great, uh, great wine. And all the uh, Molly Duker uh, wines. The Boxer is the best. Oh. Yep. It uh, is very good. So anyway, I don't know where I got lost on all this. I'm decompressing from all the stuff that I'm going to have to do. Eddie, uh, at the healthcare workers protest, I told many of the folks there that you were running and to vote for you. He's here. I don't know what that means. That's awesome, Kieran. I appreciate that very much. Uh, Eddie, New Mexico is full of carpetbag politicians that rank. Right up there with the Hillary shuffle over to New York. Yeah, I would uh, say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie, every time you talk about Manning and him getting another hearing, you need to play the Daft Punk one more time. Yeah, or, or the Jeopardy theme. It, <laughs> We're still waiting. I think he's talking about uh, "Get Lucky" by the Do you think? Uh, do you think uh, the metal mayor knows as much music or wine as I do? Uh, extremely unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> um, are you cultural? I studied art history. Well, uh, did you get a five on the art history test like I did? Uh, no, you didn't. Yeah. I guarantee you his wife knows more about Che Guevara than you do, though. Oh, yeah, I never touched any of that stuff. So this is the Daft Punk song that he wants me to play every single time Andy gets a hearing, right? All ends with beginnings. What keeps the planet spinning? Ah, uh, the force from the beginning. Look. We come too far to give up who we are. So let's raise the bar and our cause to the stars. She's up all night to the sun. I'm up all night to the sun. 
Yeah, that's uh, not a fan of Pharrell or really even Daft Punk. Daft Punk had this kind of strange thing that they do on stage. The guy that was dressed in the sort of uh, quasi space robot suit. Oh, okay. remember that? But pull it up. You can uh, include that in your notes. Chicago guard was a felon with a firearm. Okay, not sure there. Uh, hey, Eddie, if you guys uh, like Patrick were truly getting less out of their pensions than they put in, the state would not have a seventeen billion dollar unfunded pension. That's what we're talking about right there. So the city of Albuquerque workers and the Albuquerque Police Department and various people don't realize that probably in their 30th year, they won't be able to collect. Yeah, when they they need it the most. Yeah, if not earlier. So these guys who are retired like at 50, when they're like 75, 80, Mm -hmm. there's going to be nothing there. And then the Democrat Party is going to say, well, you don't need to live after 80 anyway. Dr. Emanuel says after 75. Yeah, no, you're, a, you're a waste of life. My that's parents are both think. over That's 75. what they think. That's the way these people think. It's absolutely crazy. Thank you for that text. Uh, where's the Eddie Aragon for mayor campaign office? Right there. 2309. Mail your checks there. Mail everything right there. Bravo, Eddie. I heard your conversation. Thank you very much. Uh, Eddie for mayor. I'm listening. You all the way from Virginia. Nice. All the way out there. She's fine. I see her all the time. Isn't Molly Duker a uh, central? Come on, guys. I can't say that on the radio. Appreciate the humor, but uh, yeah, I can't, I can't go there. Uh, Sopas are close to beignets. They actually are. I, uh, speaking of that, uh, Louisiana, we should probably uh, jump into that and think about our brethren uh, out in uh, Louisiana. Um, now, Molly Duker is the slang name. It, by the way, you can't even understand most Australians when they're talking to you. <laughs> you really can't. It's incredibly charming. It is the best accent of the world. All of my, anything that I can find in an Australian accent, I will play. My boss had that, but in, in the Australian, you just can't get away from it. Trust me. Uh, Molly Duker is a slang word for left-handed. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a Molly Duker. There it is. Look it up. I could probably do the uh, Monty Python Bruce's Philosopher song for you in, in the Australian accent. <laughs> like, all, like all very, very lonely people in high school and college, I, I knew all the Monty Python sketches. Let's check out weather and traffic last time with Rudy Grande. Oh, Rudy! Rudy's out. Let's take a quick break because we got one more to go. I thought Rudy. I thought no, Rudy's definitely not there. So we'll go ahead and uh, run that off for poor Rudy. Here's the thing: you can't even shut this stuff off when it goes. Back in four minutes, uh, we were going to focus on Louisiana. We're going to focus on Afghanistan a little bit. I'm going to run this till seven o'clock uh, here. And um, what is it? What are we? Day seventeen, according to Sean Hannity, where we're at. I got to tell you, Clay and Buck are doing a great job holding the fort on COVID. You've got uh, Glenn back holding the fort on uh, Afghanistan. Thirty, what is he at? Thirty? Uh, can you check on Blaze TV? Where sure. is that? Thirty-one million, I think, is where they're at. Uh, just an amazing uh, job by Glenn Beck and his crew. I'm getting lots and lots of compliments on Glenn Beck all the oh, time. Oh wow! Yeah, people are loving him. Remember how hated he was oh. when when Trump was uh, was was doing his his thing. I can tell you, you know, the Cheeto face and all the stuff that uh, it, I think that's long since forgotten. So. I'm uh, pretty good, uh, pretty glad to hear about all that. So back after a quick break uh, here in the Kiva, back to wrap up the show. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in this afternoon. We want to go ahead and get you to donate. Fightfor505.com. That's Fightfor505.com. And uh, hopefully I'll help you take it and rest a little bit easier right here in the Kiva. So we need another $1,400 before we hit the top of the hour. Donate at Fightfor505.com. Down the road, trying to 
loosen my load, got a world of trouble on my mind. Looking for a lover who won't blow my cover, she's so Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast, reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue, Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. I need something sweet. Chocolate, vanilla, fudge with fruit, nuts, cream jelly, mouth-watering, tingling, sensational, and I need it right now. Not just from anywhere. It must be the Candy Lady in Old Town, and they'll even deliver. Check out the Candy Lady at CandyLady.com. Music is the great communicator on MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229-884-8229. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. Are you currently leasing but have always wanted to own a building? Looking to take advantage of all-time historically low interest rates? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. Alarms are ignored, kill switches are easily detected and reconnected, RFIDs are hacked using a basic code grabber, and GPS tracking systems, well, they're good at locating your vehicle after it's been taken. Give us a call, 505-550-4994. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.
Albuquerque-based Pluma Construction Systems provides a full suite of commercial construction services and residential remodeling. Pluma Construction is a service-disabled, veteran-owned small business. Former President Ronald Reagan said, to grasp and hold a vision, that is the very essence of successful leadership. Leaders set a destination. Leaders have a vision. They communicate that vision. They are passionate about their vision. They make sure everyone in their organization understands the vision. Their vision attracts and affects every employee in the workplace. Do you know your destination? Does your team know your destination? President Reagan also said, the challenge of statesmanship is to have the vision to dream of a better, safer world and the courage, persistence, and patience to turn that dream into reality. What is the vision for your company? This Leadership Minute was brought to you by Pluma Construction Systems. To discuss your construction project, call 505-345-0755 or visit plucys.com. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manola, Louisiana. Avocado toast, chicken avocado omelet, and any of Sunny Side Up's healthy, tasty lunch choices. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's the place I like dot com. Sun's up and dine-in tables are open every day at Sunny Side Up on Manola, Louisiana. The carrot cake pancake topped with a sweet cream cheese drizzle and a scoop of homemade cinnamon butter. Sunny Side Up specials are yours online. Sunny, that's a place I like dot com. Here in the Kiva, we'll wrap the show at seven. You guys are so generous. I don't even see who who did that. Someone made a huge, huge donation. I reach out to as many people as I possibly can. We are uh, nearing nearing one hundred and eighty people. One hundred and eighty people. Uh, we are closing in on forty three thousand. Uh, less than nine hundred dollars, uh, folks. Uh, to go ahead and get in. This is absolutely uh, amazing. Let's see. Um, where we are exactly we are yeah we are at uh, 795 dollars to close up shop uh here by 7 p.m we want to get to 43,000. that would be huge if we could uh, do that tonight and then an email will go out and we will cross the fifty thousand dollar threshold uh tomorrow which is going to change i think i mean it's going to be huge half a uh, hundred thousand is going to be a game changer and then we're going to just start seeing nothing but momentum selling I have yet to pick up the phone and actually just make calls, just hear from the radio station. Wow. You guys are showing the strength of the radio station. You're showing the strength of your listenership, what you want. Um, and uh, from what I'm told, I can just go ahead and publish everything in terms of how much money we're spending on what we're spending it on, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think you're going to see that with even with your tax dollars that are going <laughs> to be paying for two campaigns, uh, both for Tim Keller and let's just face it, uh, Manny's going to get the money. <laughs> they are. They're going to be like, Let's see if we can go ahead and take $1.3 million and uh, go ahead and beat Eddie Uriel. And if he doesn't get it, the, he'll just file the, another lawsuit to, we'll just, to keep going after we're gonna We're going to make fun of where he lives or what he does, or uh, we'll, we'll say he's crazy. Or What do you think they're going to say? They're going to say so many fun things. It's hmm. going to be fun. Well, so, one thing they're not going to say is he can't make the ballot. A, they failed on that. And the other thing they can't say is he can't raise any money because that, that number keeps going up. By the way, if I look a little <clears> bit skinnier, I think I've lost like six pounds. 
Mm. I'm just doing all these. Well, I'm trying to look halfway decent on TV, right? Because I'm going to come in, you rang, <laughs> and I was just like, jump right into all this stuff. So you guys are so generous. And so um, uh, they interviewed Keller on KKOB and talked about crime in the stadium. No mention of the election at all. Of course oh. not. Yeah. Oh, he's well, it's a, not really important. It's not coming up in a couple the months. He's always the mayor. He's always the mayor. Boy, they are working hard uh, over there. Uh, Eddie, I never thought I would see the day where we have almost 90 murders in a year. If there's one reason to elect you as mayor, it would be to make sure criminals are kept in jail since repeat offenders no doubt contribute to our record high murder count. I rewatched the debate over the weekend. It seemed you were the only one with substance. I don't know why Manny kept talking in quote-unquote reaching across the aisle generalities sure. when the only thing Probably. reaching across both him and one-term Timmy, so to speak, is they're funding by the taxpayers. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are amazing. Uh, you have my 100% support in your campaign. I'm so happy to fight for the 505. God bless you all. The Kivo, God bless you. USA. That is Kevin. Kevin, uh, we got to get you. Uh, I'm so sorry, Kevin. I, I got to tell you, uh, I'm so sorry for not reaching back out to you uh, lately. I've just been busy. Um, here's the, let's see. How would you prefer to help Eddie fight the 505? Fight for 505, excuse me. Uh, 40% want to be callers. That's totally cool. Uh, 36% want to jump on social media. Only 22% want to do door knocking. That's always the lowest percent. Oh, come on. No, the lowest is fundraising. Nobody wants oh, to well. fundraise. Oh, <laughs> well. there's anybody who can uh, do that, uh, it could be me. Any great show today. The generous donors are showing their faith and confidence in you, Mr. Aragon. We believe in you. I believe in you. Take the poll. Take the poll. Jump on board. Let's see. This is our Fight for 505 group, and uh, people are coming out. Um, there it is. Okay. So, all right. There's bigger things than what are happening in the city of Albuquerque, um, but I can uh, tell you we'll... Uh, what's happened in Af- Afghanistan? Uh, they had a vehicle uh, last night in Rio Rancho. Oh, wow. uh, Rebecca turned out there. Rebecca, please call in so we can go ahead and uh, get you on the air and talk about uh, that. We'd like to hear more about that. But uh, you've got some newsies from today, uh, Dowd, that you've uh, posted on our shared place where we share all the news each and every day. Dowd uh, compiled. I don't know how this man reads so much, but um, <laughs> there's some interesting things about uh, one of our favorite places to go. Um, that would be the open backstreet grill, Chris and his uh, beautiful bride and uh, lovely wait staff that is there. They are second to none, folks. Uh, trust me, some of the best people in all of Albuquerque and QB Channel 4 attacking backstreet grill. Yeah, doing a little, uh, I guess you call it, who was it? Was it Bill Sewells who was trying to rat out the, the gun store down in, in the southern part of the state? We've got our own uh, rat squad up here in, in the Albuquerque area. A uh, story from KOB, the television station uh plenty of folks who were eating out at backstreet grill sunday in old town problem is that restaurant is supposed to be closed according to a court order Ooh. Uh, when asked by uh, asked why they were open the backstreet grill uh, in old town uh, after being told to close by a judge the manager on duty who didn't share her name but i think we all should have a special thought or prayer for her said quote we don't have any of those papers <laughs> seems to be Unaware of the court order, uh, when asked, uh, the manager said that this is the first she was hearing about the situation. Quote, no, look, I'm just doing my job like you were doing your job. Everything is all right. Close quote, said the manager. So that's our, our top clicked uh, article from the Daily Blast today, available at rockoftalk.chat. And uh, folks, I mean, get get it. Turn out in numbers to help those folks at, uh, at Backstreet. Number two was kind of a shock for me, Eddie, because this was a California story, but it, 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 I guess it's catching fire all over the country. Uh, a teacher, I guess a government school teacher in California, bragging about the che- fact that she removed the American flag from her classroom and is now asking her students to 
pledge allegiance to the gay pride flag, which uh, I think, you know, a lot of times, like Eddie calls it Archie Bunker Radio, you take, pull out an anecdote and try to, you know, make, make it equivalent to everything. But we are seeing more and more of this crazy activism in, in our schools. And uh, why, are, why, are, why are we seeing angry people at the school board meetings from coast to coast? They see whether it's critical race theory or masking craziness. They want their kids out. I can't encourage you enough. Get your kids out of government schools wonderful homeschooling resources or in, like in Eddie's case, he's got kids going to a, a private school, which uh, there, there are options as well. Uh, number three, this one shocked me a little bit too much, peop- a little as well. Uh, people interested in the debate over water in Santa Fe. Uh, don't worry. Okay. The mayor up there is paying $200,000 in tax money for a growth management study on how the city can continue to expand without consuming too much water. Uh, we know recently, in recent months, we've seen, I think we're up over, what, $600,000 for the median home price in Santa Fe County, uh, unlivable for any young person just starting a family out there. So interesting piece about that. Number four, Obama's education secretary, Secretary Duncan, has likened those of us who don't wear masks and have not gotten the shot and do not intend to get the shot to suicide bombers in Kabul. I think it's important that you read that tweet. Okay. And I'd like for you to read that tweet verbatim. Um, now, this is the Secretary of Education. Yep. I believe he is still operating within the uh, ivory towers, uh, protected ivory towers of a acad- higher academic institution. Um, he continues to be an influencer. And this, you want to talk about real terrorism? Listen to this tweet uh, from this guy. Uh, what's his name? Again? Uh, Arnie Duncan. Uh, and that's... Uh Unfortunate, but that's that's who he is. Uh, this is from Breitbart, former President Barack Obama, Secretary of Education, compared people who exercise their freedom to make health decisions regarding the virus to the Kabul airport suicide bombers. Here it is. Arnie Duncan. This is a tweet issued August 29th. I guess that's yesterday, 739, uh, 37 a.m. Have you noticed how strikingly similar, strikingly similar, interesting phrase, both the mindsets and actions are between the suicide bombers at Kabul's airport and the anti-mask and anti-vax people here, they both blow themselves up, inflict harm on those around them, and are convinced they are fighting for freedom. That is a former cabinet official in a U.S. president's administration. And uh, he, if I'm not mistaken, he is the innovator originator of the new form of educational system, the common core standards. Is that not correct? I believe he was, uh, he, he was, he was involved further, in that. Further he, down on that article, it says this, this, this is the type of mindset. I just want everybody to understand. You hear that tweet. Okay. And what he's talking about and you compound it like that. This is the architect, the actual architect for our new fangled common core standards uh, in our educational system. If there's no other reason to remove your children uh, from a educational, or excuse me, let me rephrase this. If there is no better reason for your need to exercise school choice, homeschooling, and the like, I would absolutely recommend to you w- hearing that tweet and then seeing what this man is responsible for. Now, uh, maddening beyond all belief. He's also the recent author of a book, "How Schools Work." This buffoon actually thinks. How does anything work uh, when there's a guy like this? How Uh, to ruin schools should probably be. Yeah. Oh wow. uh, How to indoctrinate people. Uh, The number five on our top uh, top five most clicked uh, rockoftalk.chat for the Daily Blast. Alex Berenson, a man I kind of uh, you know kiss the feet of because I just think he's 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 just he's a solid guy, solid researcher, doing kind of to the Rona what I do in New Mexico, bringing reality and facts and. 
data to it all. He has been, I guess, permanently banned now from Twitter. And as I asked in today's Daily Blast, isn't being banned by Twitter now an honor rather than a penalty? Uh, Well, uh, uh, Trump was banned from uh, Twitter, so absolutely. Interesting company there. Absolutely. 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 Now, this is a New York Times journalist, folks. It's not like he was... You know, uh, by their standards, some guy who was uh, Naomi Wolf, if I'm not mistaken, she's also mm-hmm. fallen by the wayside of uh, many uh, social uh, an media. An Al Gore pal in the old days, but now has woken up. Yeah. And uh, one of the reasons why she is uh, getting publicly persecuted among social media types uh, and the like has everything to do with her stances on uh, mandatory vaccinations that are coming to a school in a place near you. Well, I guess, you know, if, if, according to the former Secretary of Education of the United States, I'm a bioterrorist, so I should. Maybe um, our friend Brian can make a uh, a logo for us. You know, bi- official bioterrorist, bioterrorist, and proud to be one. You know, not no mask, no vax. All right, we're going to get to some stories very quickly. Let's talk more about the Rona insanity. Uh, five fifty, fifty five hundred, another fifteen minutes uh, here. I'll check on the numbers. Call you are in the keep it. Go ahead. Yeah, piece of evidence against or potentially against the uh, Keller administration. But uh, let me also say we had sopapillas in Minnesota when I was a kid. Minnesota. Wow. <laughs> I'm not following, but okay, David. <laughs> <laughs> not just here, I guess. Okay. There we yeah. go. Not special. Not special. In Minnesota, we had Ludafisk and Sopapias. So uh, I heard on the news today, and I don't know if it was a KKOB reporter doing the interview or getting the soundbite, or if they got it from one of the TV stations, but there was a female voice who I gathered to be with the city of Albuquerque um, regarding the um, the Manny Gonzalez uh, decision by the judge Bidescheid, uh, to that he did not receive due process and that the city had to give him that initial hearing all over again. And the female voice, whomever she was, uh, stated, uh, quoting as best I can, that uh, that he will get his rehearing, but something to the effect it won't go any better for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard Which, that, that too. Okay, what that is, if that is a, anybody with any authority whatsoever in our government, that is the definition of prejudice, pre-judging prejudiced and if the arbiter the decider is prejudiced or prejudging then the entire forum is invalid and it's unlawful so that is a piece of evidence and that is what I don't, I, I don't I don't I don't think it is I think what she's just doing is from her campaign just like Manny is uh, playing the victim in his I mean clearly uh, there's forged uh, signatures it's a fourth degree felony and on top of that, uh, you know, uh, Manny essentially admitted that he knew of it taking place. So, you know, it's 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 conclusive. They're just going through it and he's continuing to whine about the amount of money that he didn't get. And then he's saying something to the effect about silencing the voice at the very same time that, you know, and nobody's worked harder than you, David. And I appreciate everything you're doing. Um, uh, no one's worked harder to silence the voice of of uh, Republicans or any other not Democrat party uh, than the news media that's out there. So this is all just a play out in front. Um, I mean, I get what you're saying, um, but I can tell you that, uh, you know, Manny has committed a fourth degree felony uh, in all of this and uh, it's admittedly so. 
Um, and yeah, I'm not. I'm not standing up for Manny. What I'm. I, I didn't, what I, I'm, I, I, this isn't, yeah. I'm not saying that you are. What What I'm saying yeah. is, is this is just playing out. They're now colluding. They're together because both of them are both Democrats. Neither one of them want to see a Republican in office at this point. Uh, I can tell you that they're going to probably have 1.3. Uh, Manny's going to get the money. Manny, they're going to have 1.3 million dollars to play with, and both of them are going to do everything they can to uh, make sure that they have a runoff against each other. I've got to beat them outright by November 2nd. If I don't beat them outright by November 2nd and split the vote, we have to have more than 50%. Because I can tell you, mano a mano, me versus Democrats uh, on that, uh, the ads are going to be, if it was just me versus Keller or me versus Manny and there's a Democrat and versus Republican, trust me, I've already done the math. It's not going to work out very well for that. So we've got to win and, and uh, basically take this election from them on November 2nd. So I've looked at that and, and they're going to take all $1.3 million of taxpayer money and fire away against me and uh, destroy me every way they possibly can. And honestly, right. I, uh, I, I honestly, David, we're going to win. Okay. That's the way it is. We got to, we got to play to win. And uh, you know, it's all hands on deck at this point. And you certainly have uh, been uh, an ample voice for that. So anything else, sir? Right. No, lastly, I'm just uh, the my point is simply to, in case anybody else missed it, was to point out the prejudiced behavior by whomever that was, which uh, in the state of New Mexico, I have been a victim of that prejudiced behavior by sure. the government of the state of New Mexico. And so it was immediately apparent to me uh, that prejudice. So I wanted to point I, it out. I, I agree. And I'm joining your club of prejudiced behavior. You've seen it. You experienced it. And. We we got to be okay with it. We got to just barrel through, put our heads down, and uh, get ready to go. It's uh, us against them, and there's a lot more of them than there are of us. But silently, I think there's way more of us than there are of them. David, as always, I appreciate your contribution, and uh, we'll of course uh, be talking to you on Telegram, where David is a star. Interesting. On the, uh, I'm sure Telegram David has run platform. across the phrase that I use from time to time. It's very cynical, but I, I unfortunately it's true most of the time. In the halls of justice, the only justice is in the halls. <laughs> <laughs> Today's a particularly funny show. I gotta say, there's I've, I've laughed out loud several times, which is generally not something I do. You're, get, uh, you're getting punchy, Mister Mister Mayoral Candidate. <laughs> I think so I got lots of rest. Okay. I uh, I've never been this focused. Yeah. Well, you have a very strong have constitution you, anyway. Have but, you but, noticed that? Yeah. I mean, I've been more focused. I've even did you see how I got all the stuff done for you on Friday? Yeah, I, mean, I did. I got it all done. I was so excited. Down. <laughs> I just wanted you to tell me, hey, good job, Eddie. Hey, good job. Good job. Uh, this is over requiring the vaccination proof or negative COVID test. 2021 tour of the Gila falls again to COVID. So that's gone out. Two of years time. in a row now. Yeah. So more road to madness. Backstreet Grill uh, getting grilled by KOB Channel 4. Uh, Alamogordo Center, a chamber of commerce cancels White Sands Music Festival. I mean, lots of money coming in for that. We did it one year. Let's do it for two years. <laughs> we ruined one year. Let's ruin two years. Uh, it's not coming back, folks. Uh, trust me, those guys are on a schedule. They can get rid of it for one year and be okay with it, mm -hmm. and they won't make a second excuse. They'll just uh, find a diversion. And remember, these music festivals invite them back every single year. So these places, once you once you miss one, you miss them all mm -hmm. going forward. You're mm -hmm. just it's like, oh, no, you guys did that. We're not going to be there. Uh, New Mexico Santa Fe Hotel to become the first in New Mexico requiring a vaccine to stay. Can this be, can this be right? Yeah, AP's reporting that. So that's the 10,000 waves one. Uh, State Fair in need of volunteers, as you mentioned, and then the uh, hostile school board meetings 
uh, are uh, forcing people to call it quits. I love this. I love uh, the story. Tell, I love. Yeah, I love. Tell us about the story. Well, I, I mean, know, you know, I think Tucker. People might watch Tucker. People might uh, listen to Clay and Buck. I think Clay even testified at, or you know spoke at a, yeah, a school board yeah. hearing in, in Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, the AP is picking up this. Of course, you know, any mainstream media they're going to portray these parents as you know crazy radicals. But um, they were looking at what Virginia, Nevada, Wisconsin, and I just I love to see these parents standing up for their kids, whether it's you know, lately it's been more about the masking than about critical race theory, but it is absolutely wonderful. Uh, the National School Board Association's interim executive director uh, says that while there's no evidence of widespread departures of school board members, he and several board members uh, said the charged political climate. Gee, who, 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 who's to blame for the charged political climate? I, I don't think it's the parents responding to stupid policies. Uh, There's seeped in from the national stage into their meetings. That's right, because it's only it's not it's not the result of anything stupid school board members have done. It's just national politics seeping into school board meetings. Right, has made a difficult job even more challenging if not impossible. Well, call me crazy. If you sit on a school board and you're spending other people's money, I don't really know how that's a difficult job. So uh, kudos to the parents who are out there. You know, half of me uh, loves these parents. The other half is really hoping that folks, you wake up and realize that sending your kid off to a unionized monopoly government institution is going to invariably involve all sorts of principles and practices and beliefs that you don't agree with being Crushed, you know, shoved into those little young skulls full of mush, as, as El Rushbo used to call them. Uh, don't think it's impossible to get the kid, your kids out. Homeschooling, private schooling, uh, sectarian, non-sectarian. There are all kinds of options. We've seen the numbers here in New Mexico, coast to coast, in the number of people who have pulled their kids out. Many of those kids are not going to go back. Uh, you've got these little neighborhoods coming together, these little pods where parents are getting together and hiring a tutor who will, you know, teach their kids in certain subjects. This is maybe the greatest development in the school choice movement in, in, in the 30 or 40 years we've been trying to achieve school choice in this country. So I know you're angry and you have every right to be. And if you want to go yell at dumb school board members, please feel free. Keep it clean and nonviolent. But um, the ultimate outcome from this could be positive. When, as I always say, when the Kelo decision came through, the U.S. Supreme Court said governments can take your private property and hand it to Pfizer, ironically enough, or a large corporation to get more tax revenue. Something like 45 states passed laws saying we don't do that in this state anymore. The, the horribleness of COVID, of lockdown, of masking kids may produce more aware parents, more militant parents, parents more interested in education freedom. So uh, let's not look at the hole. Let's look at the donut here. And uh, some ticked off parents might lead to some great educational outcomes in the years to come. Uh, Dowd, uh, let's move on over to crime for a moment here. Uh, drill us down on the latest goings on. We've got uh, some... Some things happening at local concert. Uh, it's a lot of amphitheater. Yeah, you know, I was going to ask uh, Murder Mike about this, but we were we were kind of running a little low on time at the Isleta Amphitheater. Some very violent uh, incidents happening with Dirks Bentley. Uh, oh, Dirks! Can't say I'm very aware of that oh, yeah, man. Love, a great band. I like love, the love, classic love, country. Uh, we have a video of a man on the ground being beaten by other men in the parking lot after the uh, concert. Deputies it's a concert uh, arrested a 24 year old and charged him with aggravated battery in connection with the parking lot attack. Okay. Uh, three of five men who rushed the victim in the parking lot began throwing beer cans, bottles, and punching him repeatedly. Uh, ugly ugliness in our city. And I did want to highlight Eddie, the other one uh, in, in the queue here. Bernalillo County unveiled its newest art installation to honor the victims of gun violence. It's a six piece of artwork uh, titled Luminaria on the plaza of the district attorney's oh. office uh, created by international artist Gordon Hoyther. 
let's honor the victims of violence in our community by putting the bad guys behind bars and not doing art projects for them. That's just my humble suggestion. There we go. All right. Uh, how many citations issued by the Albuquerque Police Department and state uh, police in general? Looks pretty good. Uh, yeah, 454 in the first week of that descending, the descending of state Why, why state can't cops. we do this all the time? What's the, what was the, the problem? problem? I have uh, 23 misdemeanors, uh, misdemeanors, 28 fel- felony arrests. If that means more bad guys off the streets, uh, good for them. And of course, when Donald Trump did this to help out Albuquerque, he was a Nazi. And I believe Martin Heinrich said, we don't want your stormtroopers. When the governor sent state cops in to keep things quiet in Albuquerque, I guess that's good policing, good law enforcement. So mm. I'm still trying to figure out how that works. That's, uh, depends upon whether or not if there's an election uh, uh, year, they're going to go ahead and step it up on crime, which is exactly what she's going to be doing uh, next year. And all this smart uh, politics. We'll see if it works. By the way, the uh, New Mexico United have rifled off uh, seven straight no wins. Uh, they <laughs> lost at Phoenix over the weekend. Breaks my heart. Uh, yeah, breaks. <laughs> <laughs> breaks your heart. Can you, can you detect the sarcastic? Sarcasm? Yeah, I can absolutely yeah. detect it. It's, uh, <laughs> that and a lot worse. But uh, they did not win in Phoenix over the weekend. Lost three uh, two or two one, something like that. I know they lost by a goal. It's, not, it's never more than a goal separating in some of these things. But uh, uh, tough, tough skid for them. Uh, doesn't look good, and they are uh, next to dead last uh, in the table and will not be making the uh, playoffs if things persist this way. What well, I think there's like, I think I counted about another nine or ten, but here's the funny thing. Again, the news just totally, you want to talk about a media blackout? Our very successful Duke City Gladiators who went to the Iowa Barnstormers and pulled out, eked out a victory by one point, are going to go back to uh, Phoenix next week to play the Arizona Rattlers. And, by the way, the Duke City uh, Gladiators have won a world championship, ladies and gentlemen. That's true. That yeah, true. Uh, uh, the USL the team has not. And you don't hear Duke City Gladiators Begging saying that we're going to pick up yeah. and leave if you guys don't. Yeah. I mean, they're not even on TV anywhere. Where's our forty huge... million dollars? <laughs> Where's our fifty million? That's mm. what they're looking for. So, uh, you UNM big economic booster to state, according to <laughs> according to UNM. UNM is terrific. UNM uh. has done its own study on UNM to justify <laughs> its big salaries. Uh, statewide statewide economic impact. Uh, what did you find out, Doug? Uh, well, they're claiming uh, let's see more than forty thousand jobs, more than two billion in annual labor income, and more than five billion in economic output. Also known as the uh, state's largest employer, the uh, right? But, but of course, never included in that is the uh, students who go to UNM uh, assume debt. Uh, many of them take on debt and either right. a need remedial training, can't get their degree uh, in in four years, or just drop out altogether. Where there's a very high dropout rate at like, UNM in many colleges, um, and so they never they never factor in the retarded economic uh, the economic retardation okay the decline thank you, thank, of thank, wasting that money thank you for um and so you never so you, so you only count the positives this is what an economic impact study does it only counts the positives never counts the negatives and then everything comes out smelling like a rose and we've seen this before you know all over the country and uh, when you hear economic impact study <clears throat> reach for your wallet ladies and gentlemen Some, something's right. coming out of it all right we'll see you bright and early tomorrow 4 p.m Dowd, great job thanks everybody for tuning in Thanks for donating. Looks like we made it. Looks like we made it. 43,000. Yeah! Yeah! This is the Rocker Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.